What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of the Press Box. We got a really dope show today. First thing I want to do is obviously shout out those gold members, Cobra Sun Radix, Comatose, and the Clutch, and the Legend segment. If you want to be a part of Players Choice Community, all the information you need is below. Also, just to get y'all excited, we are just a few weeks out from the Deck the Halls event here at Players Choice. Ticket versus Chill, December 23rd. <laughs> Going to be a crazy matchup. And then Dub versus Mars. This is going to be crazy. Make sure y'all get tapped in. Turn those notifications on. Leave a like. Leave a sub. And let's get into it. I'm joined here with Riddell, Michael, Jalen, Trent, Lonnie, Random, and for the first time, Drew from Pick a Side Podcast. Welcome to the show, Drew. Appreciate, Appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all. Uh, Manny's over here as well. Um, Bama's going to be in here. So for today, outside of Drew, whoever I feel is on the wackest takes, I got to sub you out for Bama because he is the host. So outside of Drew being a special guest, y'all know how the ranking system works, fellas. Everything you do today is being accounted for. Drew, if you don't know, there are debater rankings here at the okay. press box. So these guys get judged by a council based off how they perform. And with that being said, Let's get into our first the, our first topic of the day. Has D'Amico Ryan's taken firm grasp of the Coach of the Year award after this victory over the Broncos? The Houston Texans are officially seven and five on the season. One of the biggest surprises of the year. Who wants to start? Take the floor with this one. Random. I still think it's Dan Campbell. Um, I understand that. Uh, D'Amico Ryans has probably the better narrative. Obviously, you got C.J. Stroud having the greatest rookie quarterback season of possibly of all time. But the Detroit Lions obviously clearly winning their division, might have an outside chance of finishing number one in the in the in the NFC. And yeah. and plus, like like I mentioned it a couple of weeks ago, the Detroit Lions have not been this good since seg- since segregation, and that has to be accounted for. That has to be accounted for. That they're literally this good, and if <laughs> I don't know how you. I don't know how you. Uh, if if it all works out the way, at least it looks like, and if they win the division, they're the number one in the NFC, and you don't give them the Coach of the Year award. I don't know how you do that. Yeah, well, and on top of that, they have the narrative. I would argue Dan Campbell's narrative is bigger than D'Amico Ryan's. Now, I, I, the Texans not expected to be good. CJ Stroud going crazy for sure, but leading into this season. Everybody was talking about Dan Campbell. Everybody was talking about the Detroit Lions and what they about to do. They got hard knocks, man. The conversation around Dan Campbell was already there. The story around Dan Campbell was already there. They just had to execute. And whatever they've been doing, they've been executing. So on top of it all, I would argue the narrative behind Dan Campbell, especially national-wide, people know who he is. People like his charisma. And the Detroit Lions are winning. Yeah, I'm going. I, I would go Dan Campbell. But what did you I, not go ahead, what, Trent? But what did you not say about the narrative that D'Amico Ryan's narrative might be better because nobody thought the Texas would be seven five. Yeah, yeah. Everybody, thought, everybody was hyping up the Lions coming into this season, knowing but that nobody was saying they're gonna be number one on the conference. Every, good. Nobody right? ever thought uh, that the Texas. The NFC was whack. The NFC was yeah. whack. There was definitely some expectations that the Lions could finish top of the NFC. And then also, I want to see. I want to see what's saying this then. Yeah, random. Who did you think was gonna win their division? Yo, why y'all interrupting? Yo, 
Trent, thank you. <laughs> to answer the question, though, J Rob, I don't know if he has like a clear cut like coach of the year because it's all there is a team in that same division who's also second in the coach with Shane Steichen, and there they've been is. doing it without AR fifteen with Gardner Mitchell, and they got the same record. So it to me, I think that I think the coach of the year is between them two because again, we already people already had these expectations on Dan Campbell and the Lions. So I think he doesn't win it, even though the first time they've had this record since, like, what, 1962? Mm, but I think one of the race for the coach of the year to me is Shane Stock and D'Amico Ryan. So I don't, I can't say it's clear-cut, though. I'm not going to I can't say it's clear-cut. Go, go Lonnie. Yeah, like, we all thought that they were probably going to be a bottom-five team this year. No one was talking about D'Amico Ryan. So a lot of people were saying, like, yo, this is probably a bad job to have off of, off of like, the Deshaun Watson mess coming into this league. So, like, no one, no one was given – D'Amico Ryan's any type of praise. We've been glazing Dan Campbell since last year when they been when they kind of like let us down at the end at the end. They could have they kind of let us down at the end of the year last year. So Ooh, we are all hyping them up. So they had the hype, but someone coming up from like nothing, rookie quarterback. Their best receiver is also a rookie. Will Anderson's been balling. So like we see we see like the the immediate impact from oh they're probably gonna be a bottom five team to they're probably gonna win their division. So I feel like it's a clear cut, D'Amico Ryan's. I like it, sexy red, Drew. I Drew. I know you said you were saying something. Go ahead, get your point across too. So when it comes to coach of the year, I think it's a two man race right now. You mentioned it. It's going to be between D'Amico and it's going to be be between Shane Steichen. When it comes to Dan Campbell, I mean, there's no better narrative to me than you're on a rookie quarterback. You're going and you're now competing for the division. When coming into the season, we had you winning four or five games, maybe at most. Uh, and then you look at the the Indianapolis Colts. They lost their rookie quarterback, who was playing relatively well. And then you go to a career backup in a Gardner Minshew, and now your offense is top half of the league. Uh, to me, that's a little bit more impressive, especially because we know what D'Amico's strengths are. He's a defensive-minded head coach. And that defense where they balled out against my Denver Broncos, we haven't seen it be consistent for the entirety of the season. To me, I got to go Shane Sykin. I mean, what he's been able to do with with – the situation given to him in such a short amount of time. That's my coach of the year, no doubt. Go ahead, Michael. Um, to me, uh, good point from everyone here. I'm going to make it quick. I think the question itself, has he put himself ahead? Does he have a firm grasp? No, because to me, they're still seven and five. Dan Campbell, as you know, Random has said, you know, led the lines to it. Eight and three. Was it nine and three now? Um, right. Also, um, yeah, also, um, the Colts head coach, 100% for me, has to get consideration. I see the way they played against teams like the Ravens. That was just like an incredible complimentary football team football game. So I think all those three coaches for me are in the top three. I think the next five games is, is a big decider because, look, I think Dan Campbell like really has a good case right now. Same with the Colts head coach. The problem is they have to finish well. If they finish bad, like lose you know, three games in the next five, then, you know, I have to take him out. But all three are right there. I don't think any of them have, like, positioned themselves enough for me mm-hmm. to say that one of them will be the coach of the year. You right think now. it's a close yeah, race, though? Go ahead, Riddell. I think it's really – I think it's a three-head race, honestly. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. Riddell, that's a fair point. Fair point. Yeah. Um. Wait, Riddell, I, did you go already? Wait, wait. You went already. I did. Early, yeah, yeah, I no, no, yeah, okay. Bro. I'm a, I'm yeah, a patient so, man. I'm a fair man. You know, yeah, go, go yeah, ahead. Go. Hold on. I got a big can, can, can Wimby go? Can Wimby go? Can Zion go? 
Right. No, 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 I think when a coach of the year, I think the coach of the year a lot of times comes down to how you overperform your expectation. So, uh, like, uh, the coach of the Eagles was never going to win coach of the year because, you know, we know they were going to be good. Coach of the night, we know they were going to be good. But when it comes to the Texans, I mean, most people projected to win, what, maybe two, three games at most? This is a team that might win 10 games. So, I think I think it's Demico Ryan. I don't even think it's close. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, you can't Mandy, say that. And then, really, you finish it off. Oh, yeah. All right. I think Blaze. What the Lions are doing is very good, you know, coming what they did last year to keep it, keep it on, keep it pushing. But I'm not going to lie to you, bro. I think D'Amico Ryan right now is the coach of the year. For you to have, like, that type of talent that people didn't expect and for them to come around you as a coach, bro, they play for him, bro. You could tell that team rallies behind him, bro. Mm -hmm. They rally behind him and they rally behind that quarterback. And, like, you've seen they lost their best receiver, bro. They lost Tank in that game. The whole team went over there. They seen him get carted off the field and what? He brings them all around, and what happens? They come down, they get a stop at the end of the game to beat the Broncos, bro. That's coaching. Shout out to So I got D'Amico Ryan. I, I think you guys are really sleeping on on what Dan Campbell has done. Wait, no, early, really early. What did, wait, hold on. I want early finish. Go ahead. What do you What do you ah, think? There? Dang, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be number one, best for last. Right? You ain't number one to go on last. Anyway, it's best for last, I thought, though. You was late. What are we talking Many. about? You was late. Hey, remember, you you was late. You know that. You know, remember what we said in the criteria, man. You was late. You wanted to have a time. Y'all so petty. You got, you got Doritos around your beard and whatnot. Come on. Man, he's good. He's good. Listen, listen. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I, I still think that Dan Campbell is the front runner um, just because of what he did in Detroit. But with uh with your boy going down, uh Mr. Mr. T-Law, I think that if this Texas team, because they still got the chance to win a division, don't they? Yeah. They got to win more games. And I don't know who has the tiebreaker because they split, but they definitely have to win. I think they go by who won by, by a bigger margin, right? Yeah. Well, well for me, point I differential, that, I think. Yes. Yeah, I think that if they, can, if they can win that division, then you almost got to give it to D'Amico Ryan, especially the way, you know, mm -hmm. CJ Stroud, because it just with no expectations for that team at right. all. So I do believe that if they can win that division and, you know, with T Law going down, which is very true because they don't have no back of quarterback. I think you might have to give it to D'Amico Ryans. But for right now, mm -hmm. my front runner is Van Campbell all day long. I, I do want to say this, though, when it comes down to it. Because I think you all are making good points when it comes to the better narrative between D'Amico and Dan. My thing is I think Dan Campbell has the bigger narrative. I think he will attract more attention because of who he is and what they started the season as with the whole you know publicity around the Lions. But my personal favorite narrative, and I'm not just saying this because Drew is on here, Sean Payton, oh, what he did God. with Talk the Denver nice. Broncos. Talk oh, oh nice. hold on. Let, let's be let's be very clear. The Denver Broncos, <laughs> Brandon, yes, they, yes, they lost yeah, to the Texans. But what he did with Russell Wilson and the whole media attention at the beginning of the season oh with the Denver God. Broncos, nah, 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 the nah, expectation the Denver Broncos fuck. were going to suck. They started out one and four. They lost seventy to twenty, mm. and then they just started winning. That's why he's not winning win after winning after oh, winning. You don't get blown out by Chief. fifty and Come win on, the coach of the year. But if you make the playoffs, if you make the playoffs, if the Denver Broncos legitimately make the playoffs. 
How can you not say what's your Riddell, Riddell, I'm gonna be honest with you, Drew. I'm gonna break it to you. I gotta intervene. I gotta intervene okay. on both of y'all. Thank you, J Rob. Okay. I gotta intervene because oh my goodness, no way do you just do that. That was yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> first of all, first of all, what they're doing, winning, what they're doing, that was the expectation. Facts. That's when why you went. When you yes. went and got Russell Wilson, the expectation was to turn this thing around. You hadn't been good. That was two seasons ago. It's Peyton Manning. It still doesn't matter. I started off the year getting 70 clipped by the Dolphins, one of the most embarrassing losses in yeah, NFL history. No, I think it's the. Might be the most. They just decided a, not to break the guy, record on you. That That's you all they was, did. By a guy you thought was too nerdy to coach for you. So definitely the most embarrassing. That was an L. It was terrible. I agree. On top of that, them winning a string of games. Granted, it was a good. They beat. They beat the Chiefs. Awesome. Beat the Bills. They beat the Bills. Congratulations. Two good wins. But that was the expectation. We should not be glorifying what you were supposed to do. And on top of that. Sean Payton's arrogant mug to come out there thinking he was going to turn that thing around year one and started the year looking like a fraud. I'm glad he's finally saving face. But to sit here and think that that man has a better narrative over the Houston the first three. Texans, who we believe are going to probably have the number two pick in this year's draft, let alone think they were going to be winning the division. Marvin Harrison's going to be Give crazy me a break. And I and I'm sorry if Sean Payton's your guy, Drew, but I gotta yes. keep it. I gotta keep it 55th Street. It is yeah, what I'm it not, is. Bro. I'm not gonna lie. Like, Sean Payton right now has no <laughs> He doesn't even have a case to be over Shane Steichen. Like, because no, we talked about the week on day. I think we, I think we don't really understand what the Colts are doing because the Colts are second. The Texans are third. Like, hey, but still, I think you know, a lot of talk about Dan Campbell, a lot of talk about D'Amico, not enough love to Shane and what he's yes, doing. That's what I'm saying. Like, we're not really talking about what Shane Spike is doing with Gardner Minshew now. I'm not mad at him. I understand. I understand. The quarterback that they took at the top five, he got out of the season. And, bro, they're still managing to win games in the 7 5 and 7 What's the name of the division? A defense, they already had good people. But this is what I'm saying, though. When you talk about the Lions versus Texas versus the Colts, with the difference between the Lions and versus all the teams I just said, they already had expectations to go to the playoffs. They had yep. expectations to win games. Everybody thought this year the AFC South was going to be ass. Let's keep it a buck. Right. Everybody thought we can't sit there and look at what Dan Campbell is doing. Especially with the coaches, you losing your star quarterback and still winning against your backup, your second in the division. Bro, they don't have the strength to Between D'Amico and Shane, those are the coach of the year, bro. We can't just sit there and look at what Dan Campbell has done over the past two years, legitimately revitalize the the year by year. They almost made the playoffs. I understand. They almost made the playoffs last year. Nobody. I, I understand that they were expected to win the I, I understand they were expected to make the playoffs. We're talking about them getting the number one seed here. The number one seed. They're Who's right that? there. Random. Whose fault was it that they didn't make it last year? Wasn't it winning get in? They want they walked into get in Lambo. They walked into Lambo last year and won they the game. They did win. They did win. A moral victory. Come on, get like that. Besides the Broncos, besides the Broncos. 
random. Lord, no, no, that, nobody that was expecting the Lions last year to be even as good as they were last year. And this year, they've completely okay, went thing, above and beyond their expectations. Time out, time out, time out, time out. I'm about to back out the whistle. Random, finish your point. Go ahead. Okay, you're telling me, obviously, obviously, they they clearly were expected to make the playoffs, but they've dominated their division. Okay, they've dominated their division. They're fighting for the number one seed. You can say whatever you want. At no point were any of us on here, whether it's Drew or J-Rob or anybody else, was saying the Lions had a chance to be the number one seed. None of us said that. That's the biggest point. They legitimately, Detroit has, okay, Detroit since 1962 has never had a bye in Michigan with the Lions. That's what the Lions could possibly have. Say that, hey, because what we've done the regular season, we are the number one seed going into the playoffs. How do you just look at that and that coaching job that Dan Campbell has done and say he's – I'm not saying that he's 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 clearly blowing them out. Right. But he clearly he's, – he's, he should be the front runner right now for what he's, what he's done. He should be. Over they're able to yes they're able to win they're able to win games and that's definitely the most important thing but you look at the last three weeks since this chargers game it's really highlighting their biggest weakness the defense you almost blew it to the chicago bears division game that's 100 fine that that is what it is but then going up against the saints you almost blow a three touchdown lead this defense genuinely yeah. is not good we're starting to see the Lions slip back into how great they looked at the beginning of the season, one of the best rush defenses, just one of the best offenses in the game. We're seeing Jared Goff, when he's under pressure, look average. They're winning ball games in the grand scheme of things when it comes to coach of the year. That's all that matters. But again, I look at the Lions, and I feel like a team that I was super high on early on, as weeks go on, they're falling out of my rankings. And, and the conversation for number one seed – the Niners, the Eagles, the Cowboys. Obviously, These are all three teams, teams that they're comfortable. Teams, but they're we better can't teams, look, but we can't again, look at the Lions so being I, the number I, one seed. Yo, wait. Random, don't in, come on, bro. Let him finish his point. Yeah, but I want everybody to be able to get their points across. There's 10 people up here. You understand what I'm saying? It's a lot of us. You good. Finish your point. I just don't like the fact that we're just discounting that. I'm not trying problem. to discount him, especially because they are exceeding some people's expectations. Where they're going to end up by the end of the year is around where I was anticipating. They'd win their division, but the Niners were definitely comfortably better. The Eagles are comfortably better, and you have to respect what's going on with Dallas, especially now with Dak playing at an MVP level. It's just the AFC right now. It was definitely the more competitive conference of the two and two teams nobody I mean absolutely nobody thought would even sniff the playoffs where the Lions had expectations for the playoffs at the minimum two teams in the in the Colts and the Texans their coaches have done or at least exceeded everybody's expectations for them which is why I feel like when it comes to narrative which is some of your guys's main point it goes to those coaches over there in the south Go ahead, Michael. has narrative too in the same way that Dan Campbell does. And maybe it's a little, maybe it's not as crazy with the narrative because the lines have been so bad. But Houston has shown to be dysfunctional. They also were really bad last season. They've been bad in the years prior. I think one more thing I'd like to add to is, you know, I'm I, I'm not even necessarily mad at people saying that Dan Campbell's a front runner. I think that he is a great case. I think I would put D'Amico over him because of strength of schedule mainly, but. Here's what I want to say, though. The next five games for the Lions and Dan Campbell's head coaching case, it's almost like the Dak Prescott MVP. It's massive. If you go in and you don't at least go 500 and your team doesn't look good, if they have games like this, 
that's going to knock him. Let's just keep it 100% real. That's the one point I want to make. That's why I don't think that he is like has a firm grasp of it. He might technically be the front runner right now, but I don't think he still has a firm grasp because the five games uh, coming up are important. I, I will say this. The only biggest problem about the Lions and why he might not get it is it seems like every time they play a team that's worth a damn, they get blown out or it's just not a good game. So other than the Chiefs this year, but, again, I, I fought that, that that wide receiver core. So I don't really that – Yeah, that's fraudulent. Like, that's fraudulent. That's a blood win. But, honestly, like the Ravens and, like, they when they go against <laughs> the just teams, mad man, about they – the 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 oh, Yeah, the Packers on primetime. Like, that was Smoke a bad them. game. Oh, okay, so they did, like, I – Yeah, but here's the thing, though, like, Again, go back random. Like, the coach of the year is uh, it's, it's a lot of them are on expectations. Why do you wow. think Brian Dable won the coach of the year last year? Nobody thought the Giants were going to win nine games last year. Everybody was thinking we was going to be back in the top five, getting three wins, and then he overexceeded and got nine wins, and then they won it. It's the same thing with Shane Steich and D'Amico Ryan. They find out a way to win out or like get nine wins, get ten wins. That one of them had one of them coaches, like one of them coach of the years at their crib. Like you have mm. to put in the fact that expectations hold a lot because again, after we saw the ba- the back half of the Lions season, everybody's saying, "Yo, next year the Lions might be a problem." And look at them now—they're one of the best teams yeah. in the league. Mm. One of the top. I, I, the I, I got a I got a Panthers, genuine question. The Lions. Yeah. Nobody had no expectations. Everybody, a lot of people was not high on AR fifteen at all coming out nope. of college. Everybody mm-hmm. thought that the um, Colts were just. Every, besides you, J. Well, of course, well, of course, I get Everybody thought. Hey, listen, listen. There's a clip out there of me saying he was going top five, and everybody laughed at me. And he went. I want everybody over Bryce. People thought the coach. People thought the coach was going to be another lottery pick. Everybody thought. Everybody thought C.J. Stroud was going to struggle because of how the Texas organization has been. So, bro, you have to put in the fact that expectations come a lot of way in these coaching years. So that's the case. Then, yeah, I'm sorry, Dan Campbell. You doing your thing right now. The Lions haven't been doing it years, but nah, you're not coaching. Go ahead. No, no, no. They're right. Decades, bro. Decades. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Don't yeah, discount decades, that. Still, though, bro. No like. Go ahead, Jalen. Yeah, I think the separator here between the coaches of the year, I understand the other two teams are winning, I think is player development. Like guys like Jared Goff is a known entity. We knew he was he's capable of having a good season, which he is. Um, I think a guy, Jonathan Taylor, again, a known entity, a great running back who once he came back, doing this thing and again Minshew again not a good quarterback by any means but I think a, a relatively decent backup quarterback for any team you know what he is but it came to the Texas we didn't know who these guys were and under this coach he made all these players look amazing again whether it's Tank Dell, Nico Collins, uh, CJ Stroud so I think that's the separator is that the development one it's sexier the narrative is there and two I just think it's more impressive when you can take guys who I didn't know really much about being someone who doesn't follow large football and suddenly these guys are the talk of the town and, and, you know, these guys are it thing. And in terms of the Detroit Lions winning their division and leading their division, I get it. But, I mean, if you look at their division, once Kirk Cousins got hurt, like, do we expect another team to, to do it? Like, they're the winning the division back then, too. Respect, hold, on, hold, on, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, the, the Bears, we understand. No, we, we, the division we, understand we, we understand. We understand who the you Bears are. Not, not putting the right – not putting Justin Field the right situation. No one expects them to win the division. In terms of the Packers, Jordan Love, still a young guy. That team's flawed. No one expected them to win. It was between the Lions and the Vikings. Now, if Kirk Cousins was still healthy and they were playing amazing, then I could see them winning that division, carrying more weight. But with him getting hurt, it's kind of like it was the Lions' division to lose at that point. I have a genuine ahead, question Dad. for Hold everybody on, on the ahead, panel. Ahead, yeah, after Dev, I have a question for everybody. I think I hear everything you said, Jalen, but I think the Lions, the fact that they are competing for the one seed in the NFC, yes, the NFC is weaker this year with the 49ers and the Eagles. 
And I think um, Dan Campbell's changing the culture. And I, this is the best the line's been since, like, the 50s. I think the narrative and the storyline goes to Dan Campbell's favor. And I, and yes, I think D'Amico Ryan's and what's his name, Shane Steichen, has been doing an amazing job for their respective teams. In fact, they, those two teams can make potentially make the playoffs. But I think with the Lions and how you have to change that culture, mm-hmm. find these guys like in um, Jameer Gibbs, get Aiden Hutchinson, and, you know, bring that um, team to a float and potentially be potentially be a threat in the NFC, even though I don't think they're going to be probably losing the second round. But that's why I kind of got him winning coach. I think it's kind of set up for him to win coach of the year, in my opinion. It's kind of like his to lose. <laughs> I feel like the Texans make the playoffs, then the Miko might got it. Yeah, I think we got to stop hanging our hat. We got to start. I think we. I think we got to stop hanging our hat on on re, on previous years. We got to hang our hat on what's happening this season. Uh, I yeah, think we, I think we're losing I'm sight of that. I, 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 I agree. And I think we're losing sight of that. That's crazy. I got a, my question for everybody here. Genuine question. From what we've seen, not based on expectation, but from what we've seen from uh, these two teams, Lions and Texans, who do y'all think is the more talented team? The Lions. 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 Are we sure about that? Based yes. on what we've seen, is that all, around? Uh, all, all around, around. Yeah, all around, all around. Positive football. The, at the same time, like not one of y'all mentioned, like how Derek Stingley's been playing this year. What Derek matters? The problem is, I, mean, I might just take the Texans all I around. They've had a worse the schedule. I like also, also look more than Hutchinson's. I like, uh, I like. Mm. Look, Riddell, Riddell. This is the problem mm. with the Lions. This is why you said Texans. I might go Texans. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I'm gonna go Texans too. Uh, and and it's because look, the Lions like they have a solid roster. Their O line is is actually really good. That's the one position elite, group that moves elite O line. Yeah. 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 But their running backs else, are better too. It doesn't necessarily move me. I just but, don't feel like. There's, I think I like the Lions' weapons. Their receivers more. are better. I, 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 I was Laporta, Gibbs, yeah, Montgomery. Don't sleep on that. Don't sleep yeah, on those offensive weapons. Yeah, but what's happening against good teams, Drew, this season? Receiving core for receiving well. core? I don't Dude, know. I'm not going to text I'm not going to text Derek Goff is the main reason. Yeah, the defense is the biggest problem. The defense is the main reason why the Lions are losing. But that's a damn Campbell defensive line to coach. The but they lost no. their corners, though. They lost against the Bears. Well, no, Texans got a better quarterback, and I would argue the receiving core is better. Tank Dell, Nico Collins, I would go with Brown. I would go over Amon Amon Rock can't carry it. Like, Jimmy Williams is cool. Other than Tank Dell, other than Tank Dell, you take every line's receiver after that. Amon Ra is Nico the best is better of these two. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I think the Lions, think the Lions weapons are. I think the Lions weapons are. Uh, are you don't even know who the Texas tight end is. You don't even know. Dalton Schultz? No. Well, now that was good. Riddell, I'm going to get back to asking the questions here. Um, and let's get back into these topics. All right. Now, I'm mad me and Riddell said that at the same time, though. is <laughs> still better. Uh, my question to y'all is, title of the show, Jaguars AFC title dream shattered. Mm. Is Trevor Lawrence injury? Obviously, there's no what is it? There's really no timetable for when he's returning to high ankle well, sprain. Yeah. Anybody knows if you ever had like a grade two, grade three ankle sprain? I mean, it is it it, it take a minute. Like an ankle sprain, unfortunately, can nag you an entire season because you need about 
two, three weeks for it to be healed. That thing gonna swell up like a great. Are you so the Jaguars? Is this does this mean turmoil for the Jaguars and their um, their their postseason whole schedule? Well, they they so they say I can tell you their schedule right now. So, they say his um injuries week to week, but again, J Rob, you ever if you ever had a high if you don't play, this season's over with. I just feel like I think I think he was going to return, so I don't know if it's tomorrow yet. I didn't think, but you don't play him versus the Browns. You do not play him versus Miles. Agreed. You sit him out on that, and then we just have to wait and see. Because if and but if he can't play, oh, yeah, it's quiet. After the Browns, though, they play the Ravens, yeah, the, Ravens. the Bucks, the oh Panthers, God. and then the Titans. Dang. If anything, just bring them back they after the Ravens. Got one win. Just bring them. Just bring them back yeah, after the Ravens game. Yeah, bring them back after the Ravens game. It looked worse than I thought. Isn't this the same injury? Trevor Lawrence hasn't been that great this year. Stop, bro. I'm like, just saying. Man, I'm just, I, I don't know. I don't know if, it, if it's really a huge drop off. I'm saying the play calling, Jalen. Is it him or the play calling? Because to me, it's clearly the play calling. Maybe it's the play calling, but if the play calling is still going to be bad, maybe again. Like I think. I think uh, what who the CJ with their their back quarterback? It's not gonna uh, be the Browns. Yeah, BJ third, B third, yeah. Could could he with the bad play card? Could he put up numbers similar to Trevor Lawrence or be a game manager? No. Yes, I, no. I mean I I, no. I, don't, I don't think no. I don't think the drop off is a significant no. people think because I don't think Trevor Lawrence has been that great. You need oh, to watch CJ Beathard. Okay, okay. Wait, 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 Tell us, tell us, your thoughts on Trevor Lawrence, and then Drew let's rebut and Riddell you go after. I think Trevor Lawrence has been terrible in the red zone. Clearly show, showcasing by his touchdown numbers and his red zone numbers, he hasn't gotten it done in there. I think now maybe they'll rely more on more on their running game now. And I think Travis Travis Etienne is actually a, a really good running back who's been underutilized. Maybe now with the backup quarterback they'll use it more. And Beathard again, I'm not. I want to see how he performs. We've seen backup quarterbacks. We've seen a lot of backup quarterbacks this year perform when, when their when their stars have gone out. So again, I want to see it perform and see how they do before saying this season's over because I don't think Trevor Lawrence. Has been has been as important as people may think to the Jaguars' success. Last three weeks, we've seen Back, Trevor Lawrence. Look, he's look as comfortable as he's been at the quarterback all season long. You want to talk about uh, that? He's not that much of a drop off, Beathard to to Lawrence. That's tough for me to hear, dude, uh, because I look at Trevor Lawrence and the amount of drops that he has experienced early on in the season. Calvin Ridley was supposed to be this A-plus addition, and we've seen him ball out relatively recently, but we also seen him struggle with holding on to the ball. I can think of three moments off the top of my head where he dropped not just a catch, but a touchdown pass. And, of course, now we could be having different conversations about Trevor Lawrence's numbers. Uh, for me, it, it, you look at the way that that offense has been playing, and, and you mentioned play calling. I'm not going to disagree too much with you there because the difference between when Zay Jones is on the field and when Zay Jones is off the field is shocking for the idea that Zay Jones isn't this crazy player. But with him, you can run, the, you can run him with go routes, and now Calvin Ridley – his tree opens up when he's off the field. Now, Calvin Ridley is either a screen pass guy or a go guy. And obviously, we know his game's much more than that. Trevor Lawrence, Max, with yeah. the way that he impacts his game, where he's obviously one of the better passers, he obviously can impact the game with his legs as well. I think we're seeing that the situation around him, where his offensive line was one of the worst in the league as well. And that's why they had to go out there and get an Ezra Cleveland. This There's just a lot that 
coming into the season, we thought that this situation was near perfect. Calvin Ridley, now Christian Kirk, who's also going to be out for the season, or it's seeming as if he's yeah. going to be out for the season as well. We know Travis Etienne's great. Doug Peterson's one of the better head coaches in the game, but he wasn't calling plays earlier in the season. He had to take on that responsibility. I think that if you're just going to stat watch with Trevor Lawrence, then that opinion that you made that it's not that much of a drop-off is fine. And it's, it's, I'm not trying to sound disrespectful. I do apologize. That being said, I was stat watching the is, red zone numbers, 14 TDs. I'm stat watching. Yeah, don't don't be nice to Jalen. Wait, there it's, is it's a drop-off, though, guys. Yeah, I'm, not, even, I'm not even the biggest Trevor Lawrence guy, and I've always – I'm like, Jay, you can ask j I'm not – but we're not about to say C.J. Bathard. That's one. That's probably one of the most disrespectful takes I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. back was the Eagles beating the 49ers. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, it seems like as of right now on this panel, on the press box, you know what I'm saying? I, I definitely have become the Trevor Lawrence guy, even though I don't try you to put him in certain that. conversations. But the dis- anybody saying Trevor Lawrence is overrated or anything like that, that's false. Nobody really likes Trevor Lawrence, if we're being honest, on the press box. The only people not who true. like Trevor Lawrence is maybe Nick that's Wright so on untrue. first take. That's not true. So, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. When it comes down to it, Trevor Lawrence – Yes, you could say, especially for the most of the season. Drew was hitting a lot of the points, especially early on. Me and Michael have sp- spoke about it um, continuously when it comes to mm-hmm. Press Taylor not being a good offensive coordinator and his schemes not being very yeah. good. But at the very least, you can say that after that bad loss against the Ravens, the last three weeks, the Jags have been playing good and Trevor Lawrence has been playing great football. Against the Titans, no, he, he has. had four touchdowns by himself. Against the Texans. He's playing great football. He had four touchdowns by himself against the Titans, blew them out. Against the Texans, it was a back and forth with uh, C.J. Stroud and Trevor Lawrence. Both of them played excellent. Both of them passed over 300 yards. Both of them had their passing touchdown, rushing touchdown for Trevor Lawrence as well. And against the Bengals, even I was one of those people who was like, I think the Bengals' defense is good, even though you can argue about that. But regardless, we recognize Trevor Lawrence was balling against the Bengals as well. He was doing great against the Bengals in that situation. So he was playing great football for the last three weeks. And the trajectory was he was going to continue. Jordan Love's been hooping. Yeah, Jordan Love's been great too. Trevor Lawrence played better than Jordan Love. I think the problem is – As much as they both played bad, let's keep it real. Jordan Love is playing worse. I'm not all I was gonna say he was I don't think I don't think people on the press box hate Trevor Lawrence. I think Riddell, you 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 little being over dramatic in that case. Now, if you don't I like just, it as much as Riddell, you hate it. I just, I just personally Absolutely. think with Trevor Lawrence, I just personally think with Trevor Lawrence, I haven't seen the generational talent that he was heralded to be yeah, yet in his career. I just I haven't seen it. I, I personally haven't seen it. I don't think he's I think he's overrated when people start saying he's a Top five, top seven in that range, guy. I don't think he's in he's that range. 10. I think when, I think he's in more in the nine to. I think he's more in the nine to twelve range more than he yeah, is. Yeah, give him twelve. Upper, 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 I have upper, him at eight, but I, 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 I'm not mad at the nine to twelve either. That's yeah. Not this like, is what I, I think. That's, I think that's my think issue, and I also think he's not even going to be the most. The I think, and I think in the next coming years, you're going to see the drop off for Trevor Lawrence because he yep. may not even be the most talented quarterback in his own conference. He might be third. Because if you look at the ceiling, sure. if you look at the what? ceiling of Anthony Richardson, yeah. it, it is beyond this. It is beyond the skies to the moon. And it's then like, if you look at what CJ Stroud, would you look at what CJ Stroud has been already? 
I mean, let's be honest. T.J. Stroud is showing more upside in his first year Way more. than we've ever Probably seen. I'm taking C.J. over Trey Lawrence right now. So yeah, I just yeah, baby, I'll wait. Go let baby, I'll wait. Get going. So I, Why and, is that and, ridiculous to say? And, and so I just, I get, I get nervous. Yeah, for Trevor, I get nervous for Trevor Lawrence going into his future. Go ahead, Michael. Um, here, I just want to make it short. Uh, you know, give my point on this topic. I think, you know, as much as. Trevor Lawrence might be a little bit overrated for talking about him as a top five quarterback. I don't think he's played horrible this season. And last season, he played really well. He showed he could play comfortably. I mean, I'm looking at the stats. I mean, he had 4,200 yards, well, or no, 4,100 yards, 25 touchdowns, eight picks. Not anything like generational yet, but that that's a great season to build on. And I think just what has happened is the Jags haven't played up to their ability, especially within the first – seven weeks now neither did trevor neither did trevor but they don't play complimentary football and when i look at the Bengals game yesterday like jake browning had 320 yards like that's ridiculous like the the jags defense you know has to get better because jake browning playing that well with only like five incompletions that's just an indictment of the jags not coming in prepared and not really showing up to that game so i think you know it's to me, it's like overall blame for everybody with the Jags. And I, I'm not going to sit here and bash Trevor Lawrence because, you know, the last three or four games has been some of the best football he's played in, in his career. Like when we're just talking about numbers, winning early, I don't understand why that's ridiculous to say. I think you're just yeah, a big uh, hater yeah, on Trevor right, Lawrence, right. to be honest, because you're sitting here crying, wait, talking about wait, how he hasn't wait, had God, a top 10 season this. in the NFL. That's ridiculous, bro. Last year he was, he was a legit top 10 quarterback. Th- he was legit like, a top ten quarterback. That's all I gotta say. I think, I think he might have been the beginning of the year, but the way CJ Stroud playing and Brock Purdy will probably win MVP. He ain't top ten no more. Please, dead I never said he was. Before that, before we go on the tandem, before we go on the tandem, I say something. Yeah, yeah. Let's not go off. Let's not go off topic. But Brock Purdy better than Trevor Lawrence might be a conversation. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. When it comes to when it comes to Riddell, you talking about he nobody rates on the panel. This I think we kind of have a business history because again, my main issue with Trevor Lawrence is that people are hyping him up off of like the back half of the season and the playoff game exactly. is Justin Herbert and the Chargers choke. So we were starting to overrate him again, but people were trying to say, oh, he's closer to Justin Herbert's to the Josh Allen's, which I think that's kind of blasphemy. So then now when Trevor Lawrence start playing mid. Like this beginning of the season, and nobody's really hyping him up. We trying to give him slander. You trying to say we overhate him? I just think that he was getting too overhyped to begin with, and then we just need to let him play, let him rock out before we start putting him in conversations he don't belong to be in. Exactly. Go ahead. I'm Shane. trying to. I'm trying to figure ahead, out where, ahead, where, where, where on Trevor Lawrence' stat board the last couple games has he been, he been cooking? What, what, oh, 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 I want to get to that. Oh, I want to get to that. He's just balling all three games. Let's run the gauntlet right now, just to sell. Like we're just we're not doing QB rankings. We're doing performances so far this season. So has he had a better season than Jalen Hurts QB performance wise? No. No one's arguing his top five. Lamar Jackson. No. No. Absolutely not. No shot. Lamar Jackson's played way better football. Josh Allen. Let me get my Lamar jersey out. Uh, I, honestly, honestly, honestly I can't uh, no, 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 you no. can't. No, 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 no. no, no. I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just going down the corner. 
Josh Allen played better. Josh Allen's Josh Allen played better. Yes. J. Rob, yes. stop with the Josh Allen hate. Look, Josh Allen has been there. better. He's better. He's better. All right. I'm sorry. I'm talking. better this year. Yeah. Yeah. played better, obviously. Okay. Joe Burrow. Yes. If we're talking about the totality, no, oh, we're no. talking about this season. Oh, I don't know about no, it. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. No, like, if we want to be no, nasty, no, I mean, we could be nasty. We could be nasty right now. Joe did not have a good start to the season at all, actually. So, no, Tua. exactly. Yeah, yeah, you no, can't no way. Performance, Tua. Tua. yeah, we're at five. Uh, Russell Wilson, no, no. No, it's been very Russell similar. Wilson, it's been though, very similar. It's 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 very similar. No, Jared Goss playing no. better. I think Jared Edge has been better. Jared Edge has been better for the year. Performance, yeah, you could take off. He's had one bad game. Jared, Jared, Jared Edge has been better on the year. That? No, not over that. Hell no. No, yeah. not over Dak. No way. Performance, Dak. Yeah. Lonnie, Lonnie, Lonnie. You telling us what we already know? It's hella quarterbacks. We know. No, Lonnie, Lonnie, Lonnie. Lonnie. No, but that doesn't prove anything. That doesn't prove anything. It really doesn't. Doesn't prove nothing. No, 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 no. Wait, can I say this? Can I say this? I'm about. Go ahead. Go ahead, I feel like. It's kind of like right now his hate and then like what Ernie's doing is really idiotic right now because he's in his third year he's still developing like just because he doesn't have these gaudy numbers and all this stuff doesn't mean anything. I don't know. People saying he's peaked out. Like like just people saying he hasn't just just because he's peaked out having these gaudy numbers. He went like every year he's getting better is developing. Same way how Anthony Richardson can be the best quarterback. Same thing Trevor Lawrence. We can't take away from his talent. Why are we discrediting Trevor Lawrence's talent? And I'm not mad. I'm not just I'm just asking performances this year. I'm just asking. Yeah, performances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. CJ Stroud. I'm not mad. And J.R. Trent, you guys are being very objective because like you guys like Trevor Lawrence, but and I agree everything you guys say is valid. I can understand C. Stroud being better, but this credit uh, Trevor Lawrence' performance this year and how he's been performing, he's been managing being able to manage that team. Same way how like Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson, that that Russell Wilson, games. he's been the most limited game manager in football. So, Dad, let me ask you a question, Dad. Let's ask you a question. Kodak, he's 14 when... TDs and seven picks. What are you talking about? And guess what? They're eight and three, are they not? <laughs> Not because of him. They should be nine and th- not because of Trevor Lawrence. Like, what are we? I'll be the veto so bad. Come out, come out, come out, come out, come out. Come out. Yeah, finish your point because I want to get to this next question because I got a different question that I need y'all to answer for me. Go ahead. Dad. I'm not saying Trevor Lawrence is a top five quarterback. I'm not saying he's better than these guys or anything, but he is a developing quarter in his third year after he had a god awful first year. He is looked he really good his second year. And like he's he top like nine. a top nine quarterback this year. Right now, right now he's at nine. And, re- and relative to the league, relative nasty, to the league, Lonnie, stop it. relative to the league, it's no nasty. one else is having a good crazy year. So relative to the league, he's performing pretty good. Relative to the league, after no one else. Compared to that, can I say? Dad, what you talking about? Dad, before I didn't say a rod. I didn't say Justin Herbert. No, I want to ask another question. I want to move. I want to move topics because we only got you know we got to make sure we stay within our time frame. But Dev, I do. Want to ask you this this question? 
it's okay that Trevor Lawrence is more like the Jadavian Clowney of quarterbacks. Good oh, number one pick. Good number <laughs> one pick. Good that player. Not, not a true bust. Not a true bust. Always going to be serviceable. Going to be a starter. Going to have high starter, maybe Pro Bowl potential every year. But not the, generational, not the generational <laughs> talent that he was expected to be because Jadavian Clowney was probably the best pass rusher talent we've seen, mm-hmm. one of all time, and didn't mm-hmm. turn out to pan out like that. And Trevor Lawrence was considered to be one of the greatest quarterback prospects of all time. Ever. And ever. Ever. And it just, I don't think I think, Jeff, I will say this. Take off the Clemson glasses too, bro. Take them off. Take them off. And I do think Dev is not saying anything wrong. He's not saying anything wrong. He'd be having his You don't need to take the Clemson glasses off. because I wonder if T-Law didn't play for Clemson, I wonder if he would truly be saying this. Because same question I was He didn't say anything incorrect. He didn't say anything crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what we're talking about. Wait, tell me. Wait, hold on. I have a genuine question. I have a genuine question, J-Rod. Wait, tell me. I have a genuine question. Go ahead, Trey. Go ahead, Trey. You want to be a bus? Because to me, hear me out. Hear me out. The reason why I say that, because because I'm not going to lie, the way you just brought up that was crazy, because I, <laughs> I think he's the Andrew Wiggins of the NFL, meaning Jadavion Clowney was supposed to be better than J.J. Watt. Jadavion Clowney was supposed to be one of the best players to ever play this game, and he literally Over ended up J. being Watt. the Andrew Wiggins of the NFL. Just like how Andrew Wiggins was supposed to be, in the NBA, supposed to be one of the best players to ever play the game. Oh, he's talking about Jadavion. So we're basing busts off okay. of this. People's right. personal expectations and not actually uh, actual right. right. He also was around a great that team. Part. That, is a, that is a part of what being a bust is. Go ahead, Drew. Last thing I'll say on the topic. After one of the worst rookie seasons that we've seen from, from a quarterback, especially with the idea of what yes. Charles was supposed to be, mm-hmm. name a worse situation than the one that he was put into. To the year after, to go for 30 total touchdowns, 11 INTs, with your best option being Christian Kirk. And mm-hmm. he won a playoff Christian game. Kirk is a good receiver. He Dr- is Dr- good. Uh, Drew, when I said that, they all laughed at me. They all laughed at me. Hold on, hold on. Think Go about ahead, the Drew. conversations on Kirk's name when he signed that contract, that he was one of the highest paid wide receivers at that time when they made that deal. But why did they do that? For necessity, because they needed to help out Trevor Lawrence to put someone out there that was respectable. And Kirk definitely has vindicated that deal. But at the same time, we're talking about one of the worst situations to now you're a playoff team with 30 total touchdowns and only 11 turnovers. I mean, can we a little respect needs to be put on his name? All I'm saying is Clowney wasn't really a disrespect, wasn't me trying to dislike him. I don't think Jadavian Clowney was a bad football player. All I'm saying is I don't know. I just don't know what Trevor Lawrence is going to be in the grand scheme of it all when it comes to the rest of the field when it, of quarterbacks. You got to remember, we got to we got Caleb Williams is coming in. He, if he pans out, there's going to be probably one other quarterback maybe in this class that Drake is stacked mm-hmm. who may be good. So all I'm saying about Trevor Lawrence is he may just get caught in the shuffle of a bunch of other really good guys because Herbert's not going anywhere, Burrow's not going anywhere, Lamar, Jalen, Mahomes. Obviously, CJ's in his own conference, so that's all I'm saying. I don't think he's a bad player by no stretch. It's just I get worried about 
how he's going to be compared to the, what, what the other guys are going to look well, like. Well, J. Rob, well, J. Rob, real quick. I like the way he looked. I don't watch him play. I like the way he looked. No, no, no. But Justin Herbert, watch the tape, bro. Just turn that tape on, man. It's no, incredible, still. Incredible, still. It is some of the worst offensive and defensive tape in football is over there in Los Angeles Chargers, and no, it's I'm actually. Saying, I'm not talking about Justin impressive. Herbert. I'm saying Trevor Lawrence. Like y'all like the way he all, looks. All I know is Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence plays good ball, bro. All I know is Trevor You're acting like he's played bad. He's no, played early, well early. in his Hold career on. early. He's a no, three-year no, no, no. quarterback. I'm, no, I'm, calling is... all, I'm calling Trent and J-Rob out as specifically. When I God. said the exact same thing Drew said two weeks ago, two, three weeks ago, about Trevor Lawrence being in the worst, possibly having the worst head coach of all time as yep, his head coach, yep. yeah. and, and they all attacked me. They all attacked me. Didn't even want wait, to. Wait, 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 the context of that conversation? Yeah, I don't remember the context. We got questions about Trevor Lawrence. I was like, all right, you can have questions, but add the context. Add the context. Right. Legitimately, the worst head coach of all time. And y'all looked at that and scoffed. The same That's head not coach. True. Yes, you not did. True. You literally no, did. Wait, 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 no, 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 and we were saying that random. It's year three. We saw him make take a giant leap in the second year. We were expecting him to do more this season. I don't. Nobody said. I don't know why random. You're bringing that up about the situation when nobody, even in that conversation, argued the fact that the Urban Meyer situation was a travesty. But unfortunately, in year three, we still can't be talking about that, especially if he's shown significant improvement. So you're hanging your hat. Let me ask you a question, though. Let me ask you a question. improvement, bro. Come on now. Go ahead. Rob, please let me ask you a question because this is this is a topic I want to bring up when we talk about quarterbacks in year three trying to make super super significant like predictions on how they're going to end up. My thing is, what were the conversations we were having about Jalen Hurts within the first three years? And that's all I want to say. Within the first two years, okay, Trevor Lawrence had a better season than Jalen Hurts did. He did. That second year is better than Jalen Hurts played in the first two. So all I'm saying is, I'm not saying you're inherently completely wrong, but all I'm saying is, how, how are you going to make a significant determination that he can't be a guy in year three when he's had a good season said, under his belt? That's all I'm saying. Who said he wasn't going to Michael, at Michael, at what point did I say he wasn't going to be a guy? You called him said, I said, I said, you said, you said, you said, said compared to the rest of the field. I said compared to the rest of the field. Okay. Calling him Jadavian Clowney. Clowney may have a negative connotation, but the only reason I compared the two because they were number one picks in the draft and there are multiple players that played the same position as them that are better than them. So since you want to fine, but like to call Hold on. Michael spoke to me about this. So you want to answer my question, Michael. In the NFL right now, is he better than is he better than Dak Prescott? No. 
Is he Overall, better than Trevor Lawrence? No. No. Let me answer my question. Let him answer my question. Let him answer my question. Yeah. Okay. No one else answered. Is he better? Is he better than Patrick Mahomes? No. Is he better than Josh Allen? No. Not is no. He, Hell is no. Is he better than Joe Burrow? Hell no. no. Is he better than Justin Herbert? Hell no. I can argue with, has he been better than Kirk Cousins? Yeah, I don't, no. That's a conversation. J-Rob, J-Rob, J-Rob. That's a conversation. Please, 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 let, me please let me respond. Hold on, let me finish. No, please please I, want, I want to get okay. to my point because I want to get to my fine, point. Fine, 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 You're talking to me about me projecting about what he's going to be. We can name about seven, eight guys that are already better than him right now in the league. That's already so he's eight. He's eight. He's the eighth best quarterback right now. So unless he takes some sort of significant leap, and we can also assume Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray comes back next season. Kyler Murray will be back next year. We don't know what he's okay. going to be. A second year of CJ Stroud. We Early get into in this we conversation. Don't, we don't know. Okay, so all I'm saying is, you're saying why can't I project of what he's going to be? Well, if there's already seven guys who are better than him. And a bunch of unknowns. He's already in the back of the shuffle. All I'm saying is, I have to see a significant jump for Trevor Lawrence to get this idea that he'll be in the top, the top tier of quarterbacks. Because there's already six or seven guys. I didn't even say Jalen Hurts' name when I was naming those guys who are already better than him. And some people may say they think Tua might be better than him. So that could be nine quarterbacks. No, and he's then, not better. And the way, hold on, let me finish. Let me finish. Respect depending on you ask, depending on you ask, the way, the way we're talking about Wilson turning around the, the Broncos, let the Broncos make some noise. Some people may argue that Russell Wilson is better than him. So all my only my only argument to you is I'm not – my projection on him comes with the bearing that there's already potentially nine guys better than him and there's going to be other guys coming down the pipe. So he was a number one pick in the draft, but he may never at any point in his career be better but than so the what? He was number one. He had the worst quarterback draft of all time. Please let me respond. Stop screaming and let me respond. What are you trying to say about him? And Jadavion Clowney may have the negative connotation, but I don't look at Jadavion Clowney. That's not a bust. Real quick, just let me respond. Let me respond to that take. Because I'm not sitting here denying our evaluations of Trevor Lawrence in today, right now, are literally the exact same. Low-key. But my thing is to sit here and say that he can't get better because, like, I, I, I see someone in the chat saying, oh, Dak was good year one. First of all, Dak took a jump past year five, number one. Number two, he had one of the best situations for a rookie quarterback ever. So don't give me that crap that Dak Prescott played better year one. That's a terrible take. Because Trevor Lawrence has not had the same pieces around him that Dak had since we're here. All I'm saying is I've seen quarterbacks that we are saying are better than him right now take jumps past year three. So all I'm saying is, is that I'm not going to hold out hope. Not hope, but I'm not going to hold out a little bit of certainty that he can't be a top five quarterback one day. I think I need to see one more season. If this continues, then I will be a little bit more hard on him. Like from that standpoint, but 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 our evaluations him are the same, J. Rob. I'm not trying to big up him this year because okay, he it hasn't looked good. Wait, can I say something real quick? Because first the conversation because Randall called me and J. Rob out. I think the thing that me and J. Rob had an issue is that we talked about T. Law because a lot of people, especially I remember this like last year when he was playing like a top three quarterback last year in the back half of the season, people were putting him in convo that he didn't belong in, and then now when he started to play mid in year three. Y'all still want to go back to year one when he's in that bad situation 
everybody named Mama know Trevor Lawrence is in the worst situation of football. Like I've always right. preached, you can be you can be bad in a you can be bad in a bad situation. He took a leap, so we're not trying to hear year one. Oh, this and that, blah blah blah. When he took a major leap in the crazy in one man. half of the season, crazy and then now he's just looking. He's not, playing not, a good game. Not, he's still inconsistent. That's the main thing with Trevor Lawrence. He doesn't have inconsistent. He doesn't have consistent play. That's the, that's why he's not in these top five conversations. If he would have more consistent play, we would have more conversations. I got a question too, man. And you got the offensive weapons. Got a, look what Joe Love going too. to. I got a question too. You know, it, you look man. at the you look at the you look at every no, quarterback. <laughs> Go ahead, Manny. Let Manny go. Manny, so go ahead, Manny. You look at you look at I gotta cause like if we really saying that Trevor Lawrence is like playing this good, because I don't think he's playing like that's what I'm saying, amazing. Bro, that's, man. But, but but what I'm saying is if you look at all these other quarterbacks, you know, Purdy, Hurts, all these dudes that are at the top of their conference, the Jaguars mm-hmm. are at the top there. They in the MVP talks. Mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence ain't in no MVP talk. He ain't so what? They're so winning games. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. All right, Manny, add some context. Both of those players that you named. Wait, wait, wait. Add the context. Add the context, Manny. Let Manny give his take, and then we got to move on to next time. Let Manny add the context. Both of those quarterbacks have way better weapons than what I got a quote from T-Ball. Travis Etienne, Evan Ingram, that's pretty nice. Debo, IU, George Kittle, McCaffrey. What are we talking about? Okay, 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 hold on, Riddell, give us a Hey, yeah, yeah, so we got to do our super chat, so don't go ahead. Yeah, T-Law talked about his injury. He said, I'll never put myself or the team at higher risk that we aren't going to do our best because I can't do my job. And then Doug Peterson said, we have to weather this storm, so to speak, regarding his health. So. A little, little shaking regarding yeah, what's going on with Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars right now. Yeah. So I'll say this. I'll say this. And the good thing about the Jaguars, I think they have enough leeway to be able to at least get a good two to three weeks to try to get that ankle as right as possible. And maybe at least if they can at least win one of those games of their next three, maybe see where he's at. But I, if it's up to me, I'm getting them off that ankle for the next three weeks. We're going intense rehab, zero gravity. Ice, stem, acupuncture. It is going to be the rehab of hell for the next three weeks because that's really the he best way if you want to try okay, to. Bro. I know, but if you try to speak, but if you try to speak, hold on. What do you know? Okay, but let's look at football from a, from an ankle perspective. What's right now the biggest problem with that ankle? It's probably uh, it looked like a, a great swelling. Oh, yeah. So yeah. The, the, the immediate thing for the next two weeks is how much of that swelling can we get Hold out? Down. In the meantime, because that's yeah. really going to be able to put the weight on it, and because you can tape up, you can tape up the ankle and be able to get it stiff enough where you're not going to worry about you know the, the the tendons and stuff being all all loose and gunky. But, but it's he's the, not good it's enough the, quarterback it's the swelling. to roll out. He needs to be a okay, hundred on his feet. He's not good enough quarterback. Chill, 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 I'm not. Yo, random, random. I need you, random. Let's he, start. He, you can start. You can start our next topic. I'm not trying to let Manny get away with that. It's clear who has better supporting. All right, so let me ask you this question: Who got better support? We gotta move on, y'all. Let me ask you a question. I want to ask you a question right now on offense. Who got it? Keep Christian Kirk because he just got hurt, and they both just got hurt. Who got a better offense? Um, if you include tight end, who got better weapons? Jackson. Dallas or uh, besides CD Lamb, who got better weapons? Trevor Lawrence. Why would you take away CD Lamb? Besides CD Lamb, the fact that you will not. 
This is such the a fact nasty that he, the, the fact that he refused to bring Agreed. up Brock Purdy again because he knew he was cooked on Brock Purdy. He knew he was cooked on, on Jalen Hurts. So he brought up bro, Dak what, and took away his cooked, best bro, weapon. What, do you mean? You what are we talking finish. about? He's number two. better weapons between Brock Purdy and Trevor. We got better weapons between Dak and Trevor. I didn't handicap Dak. I said he was trying to take out CD Lamb. Alright, fellas. Let's get to these super chats. Shout out to E-Word with the super chat. Shout out to the GOAT Drew for showing PC love. Shout out, Drew. Thank you for pulling up, my brother. Of course, of course, of course. Random said the Pats would make the playoffs with Trevor Lawrence. How y'all feel about this? He said, he said, hey, which car is better? But I'm going to take out the Ferrari yeah, engine. Bro. Random, <laughs> I said besides City Lamb. Besides City Lamb, who does that have that's better than T-Law Let me take out the Ferrari enough, engine. Enough, on, enough, bro. enough, enough, Nick enough, Ferguson enough. Ferguson is a great enough, end, enough, enough, enough. Random said the Pats will make the playoffs with Lawrence. How y'all feel about that? There's no I way. I never said that. He lied. I, when he did lied. I say that? Yeah. When did I don't I know. We got to roll back the tape. Duval Williams. Have y'all not watched his last three games when they are finally letting him throw the ball downfield? When he does, he is easily, easily a top six. Duval is in his name. Duval is in his name. That's the bias People don't hear what I said. I said besides CeeDee Lamb, but we got it. Bro, this is my issue. Enough, enough, enough. Prodigy, I'm sick of the two of disrespect. Only cute. All right, no, nobody. We're not gonna uh go into that. That's ridiculous. That is a fan, clearly. All right, that's some respect on his name. Is all I'm gonna say. Two is not. Two is not. Yeah, but he's not the second. All right, let's get it. All right, let's move on to this next question. I gotta throw y'all a bit of a curveball here because you know my life's a joke, so your life's gonna be a joke today. So oh, as God. a New York Jets fan, <laughs> oh, Zach no. Wilson, the story came out that he was reluctant to play quarterback for the New York Jets. Why are we now, talking about this, bro? Now, that is absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> and some of the <laughs> most comical stories I've heard in the last, in the latest. And I get it. The boos from the New York fans are crazy. But Zach, these tickets ain't cheap. <laughs> and you know what? Like Shannon Sharp said, all we want you to do is your effing job, brother. Oh. We don't want too much. You want to throw when it's I'm open. a Jets fan. Please let me. We talk. want you to. We want you to take. We want you to take a hit in the pocket and just make the throw. It's okay. You have pads on. They're not gonna. It, it is what it is. Listen, I don't know. You know, I looked up something recently, and I found out that the Wilson family. Is tied to I think JetBlue or Delta, their vice presidents or something in that big airline. Maybe that's why Woody Johnson does not want to let this kid go. But while you're here, Zach, you got to play quarterback for us, brother. This and is that so reluctant, boring, man. And that reluctant stuff. And you don't got to be here, Michael. Nobody got a gun to your head, brother. No, I'm now, just anyway, saying. That, no, now, no, no, anyway, no. Sorry, Gerald. Yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you, you see that? You see that flag? This shit means something to me. So <laughs> that means something to me too. You know the vibe. Why do you want to talk about this? Hey, Gerald, I'm going to answer my question because my question to you, Michael. my question to you, Michael, first, first, I was venting a little bit, Michael. I wanted to vent. But the thing I was no, going to ask I heard my you, panel, I heard you. my thing I want to ask the panel was, 
what do we do to fix the next like four bro, years of the team, guys? Can somebody give bro, me? Can I, can I somebody go, give me the answer. I'm a Jets fan. Man. First of give, all, give somebody give me the answer. Get all, right, this is what the, all right. First of all, you tell me what we should do over the next the three years. Fan, the question. next three years. All right, I'm gonna put my, gonna put my GM hat on because I don't know anymore. You revamp, you revamp that O line, and what you do, and I think the Jets are finally realizing it's not the quarterback, it's the line, and it's the play calling. It's definitely Hackett. They got to realize it is Dan, Nathaniel Hackett. It's the play calling. It's terrible. It is Sean absolutely was right. terrible. He never absolutely lied. terrible. And what they do this year, you know, I think the rest of the year, you sit Rogers out, you get a top pick in the draft, you either get you know, alignment, or you could go quarterback and sit him behind Rogers, go get Devontae Adams in free agency. You know, trade for him. You know, the defense is still going to be stellar. Go get some linemen. And we talk, and we're going to be straight next year. Yeah. Go ahead, Dan. Tell me how I should fix the Jets, man. These are these are critical questions. Yo, I got my GM out on, right? These, these answers will affect oh, no. ranking significantly, depending on the answer. Well, all right, first thing first, Jerome, as, as a fan, as for Manny and Gerald, first thing first, y'all need to pray first. Pray that. <laughs> The injury, bro. What you mean, pray? Well, I already gave pray. my soul to Allah. No, 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 listen, no, listen. <laughs> no, no, I mean, pray, I'm just saying, pray, pray to whatever religion you are that your quarterback can stay healthy with whoever you got. But I agree, you you revamp the O line, curse. You find a way, you find a play calling that can get Garrett Wilson to ball more. Um, utilize Brees Hall, and then I feel like if you get another play catcher next to um, you know, get some more Garrett dynamic Wilson. receivers next to Garrett Wilson because he's he's a clear he number 17 one. And then I feel like um, with Aaron Rodgers coming back, if you guys can get another QB to develop behind Aaron Rodgers, because he's not going to last so long. He's 40 years old. I think you guys still have enough talent to win now, especially next year. Get that defense going. Get another. Get some more pass rush. Get some. Get another pass rusher for the um D line as well. I love in Jermaine my Austin and Bryce Huff. Yeah, he's been he's been good. he's been let those guys develop play real good. Um, uh, Sauce Garner still one of the elite corners in the game. And keep oh, Robert Sala. I don't think his and people are saying his is his job in hot seat. No, I think you keep no. Robert Sala. You just you just get another offensive of line. Probably, probably throw throw a bag at Ben Johnson. Throw a bag at the Lions office corner. Throw a bag at whichever office corner that's you know uh, out there. And I feel like that's gonna help the Jets going forward. Go mm. ahead, Random. What do you think we should do? Bro? All right. So I understand. I don't care if Zach Wilson's part of Jet Blue, Quarter Blue, any type of blue. Get him <laughs> out of there, okay? First things first. Y'all had four years. Y'all had four years to know what y'all knew from Jump when y'all. Because say one thing about the Jets fans, man. They smart, and they was booing on draft night, and they've been booing ever since. Okay. <laughs> so, so they everybody first. random. First we things first, hey, for, me, for good reason, for good reason. Yeah, first, 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 everybody. first things yeah, first, yeah, hey, Zach, Zach, thank you for your service. Go ahead and go on your MILF journey. You take care of yourself. Have a great time. <laughs> so, <laughs> so get Zach out of there. Me, go, go ahead, That's look crazy. at Rogers. Hey, look, first things first, Rogers, we appreciate you. We want you to come back. But Randall Cobb, go ahead, retire from me, my boy. Uh, Aaron, Aaron Lazard, and, we, and, and I understand that we still got to pay you for next year, but go ahead and get on out of here. And and we'll fi- we'll figure it out. Nathaniel Hackett, you better you better thank your lucky stars that that uh, that Aaron <laughs> Rodgers wants to keep you because that's the only reason you're here. All right, Woody Johnson, just go ahead, stay up there, stay up there in a suite. Let us cook down here, please. Now, the first things first, I would love for them to address their offensive line because that is the thing that you really need to figure Very out. But ironically, at the same time, you need to find a way to just because Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is forty years old. I would preferably. There's a there's gonna be a plethora of quarterback talent coming out. 
So you can wait a little bit longer. You don't have to get him in the first round. You can get a quarterback in the second round, something like that. But then also go call Tanner Heineke and have him sit behind because, dear God, I said it right before the trade deadline. I said that weeks before. Y'all trotting out Zach Wilson and J-Rob bought the Kool-Aid. He's like, Zach, I believe in you. And what happened? Oh, and then you got we mad four at and me three. We was because four I told three, you the man. truth. Oh, we was four and three. Everything was looking like and we Taylor could. Four and three. The the right the charge, charge, right. And that is exactly why. That is exactly why you are in the you are in the position you've seen today because you saw that man play for three years before that. And you still were like, we're four. I was never a believer. I was never a believer, bro. I really was never a believer. We, we wanted bro. fields, bro. Real Jets fan wanted fields, bro. Like, so, bro, so, after I watched, I watched Justin Fields throw six TD passes on Trevor Lawrence's noggin, bro. I thought that was a surefire pick at the number two spot was going to be Jay Fields. So, obviously, and, uh, obviously, if you don't Jay go Fields that way, bad too, try, like, say no, he's not. No, he's not. You can try. No, no, I didn't say he was bad. I said he, he would look bad. Like, if Jets. you want to try what the Cowboys did and maybe take send a fifth-round pick to the Bears or something like that and try to get Justin Fields and have him sit so you can maybe He's maximize your offensive line because you want to maximize the, this time that you have with Rodgers and potentially you could maybe win a championship. But right exactly. now, the departures are where it is most needed and also you need to tell Woody Johnson, I get it. I know you you go golfing on your private like golf club, golf course with Zach, Williams fan, with Zach Wilson's family, but you need to understand. If you want us to win, because I know you're tired of watching everybody else, but you win, this these are moves that you need to make. Now I don't think we should trade for Fields, though. I'll not go front. Um, go ahead. I need uh, a draft. Early. I'll throw your hand go up before, uh, first. Re, re, you got to rebolster that O line. Most definitely rebolster that O line. You draft it. <laughs> rebolster O line. Anybody afraid to that's worth a damn, get them. And I do believe that let Zach Wilson either go or make sure he ain't starting no more. Uh, I think the new quarterback is not the move for you guys. Y'all need to try to go get a Kirk Cousins or one of them guys that's about to be gone. Do not get a new quarterback. Somebody got to learn fresh. Get somebody who's already a seasoned vet. And I'm be honest with you, the most important thing I need to do is get rid of y'all coach and make the Jets great again. Man, get Rex Ryan back, man. Go get Rex Ryan back, man. Okay, now we're trolling. Okay. Now we're trolling. You don't understand that's like, yeah, I'm, I'm cool with Rex coming back, bro. You know, you know, we had a good ass. No, you just did not have a quarterback. We just went to win the headline two years ago, right back where they are. Rex Ryan, Rex Ryan had to just, you gotta understand, Rex Ryan had to just turned up for. Yeah, you, two years. Know, what happened? Nine, oh, ten was the best years of my life. We had Mark Sanchez, bro. We, we, the fact that we even rookie, rookie. We carried, we carried Mark Sanchez literally on our back. We, we he he Mark, Mark Sanchez was the first Jimmy G. We Jimmy G, Mark Sanchez Ooh, first. We did bro. Jimmy G, Mark Sanchez. We Jimmy G, Mark Sanchez first. With he Shane was Green and Santonio Holmes. Bro, we because of us. Go ahead, uh, go ahead, Michael. Um, okay, yeah, I'm gonna make this very short because I want Lonnie to go too. And uh, you guys said good points. The number one thing that I want to say is look, I think. The Jets, they're not in a good spot right now. But if we if we think that I made this uh point the other day, if we look past in the last 15 years, even 20, they haven't had two guys with this much upside as weapons. I think like obviously they have good guys, but like these guys are both really young and can both team around them. So for me, their map is set. Like in past years, it's been like, where do we even start? Now you know you got Rodgers for at least two years, so you build up that O-line. You try to make that running game as dynamic as possible with Brees Hall. And you you continue to try to add weapons in the draft as well as that. And I think you use the back rounds to just try to find some sleepers on defense, fill some holes you need to fill, make that defense a legit 
like number one defense in the NFL type thing. Even though I think like they would have had a shot if they had a good offense. I'm just saying like, I agree. you know, make make that strength better in the back end of the draft and address your needs in the front end. And um, hey, if you don't get a receiver that works, you know, maybe maybe try to try to bank on a number two. Give him a two year deal. Give him a three year deal. As long as A-Rod's going to be here, just be like, look, man, you know, something like that, because I think they're in a good position to try to win now while also building for the future. So I think they should do. They're in a great spot, bro. Go ahead. Go ahead, uh, Lonnie. Well, right now, you guys, I think, are like six in the NFL draft order. Uh, You guys don't have no, I'm Rock thinking like you'll probably since you're talking all line, you're probably, draft, go, you're probably looking Rock at like Rock Joe Rock. Alt or what uh, JC from Alabama in terms of old linemen. But yeah, you have the weapon, you have Brees Hall, you have Garrett. Uh, just need a but, quarterback. No, they they do a quarterback, Bro. but like what quarterback would be around the third round that they would want to get at that? Round. Round. No, I'm not talking about man. Go get Kirk Cousins in the first round, man. Kirk Cousins just came out. Kirk, comes Kirk doesn't make sense because of his injury. Yeah, y'all not really telling me nothing I really wanted to hear. This is a real help you, but as a Patriots fan, I'm as a Patriots fan. Y'all not really saying some of the right words. Go ahead, Trent. honest with you, J-Rob, to me, well, I think y'all can get this still. There's so many tackles. I'm going to be honest with you, J-Rob. Makai Becton. He's not. He's nice. He busted. Have you he watched? busted. He busted. Why, he busted. Have you watched like, him this year? Did you watch him this year? He's, he's been proved. He's been. Uh, he's been by far our best offensive lineman this season. Okay, that's that's very but, but, but that's, that's not saying much. That's the case. Then that's the case. Then you think turn on that all twenty two. Let's watch it together, Manny. I'm telling you, he's been our best guy. He's been our best guy. is our best lineman, though, for sure. Because he hurt. Yeah, but he might because I've been seeing and hearing a lot of bad things about him. But to me, though, J. Rob, um. To me, you already know I feel like Aaron Rodgers. If Aaron Rodgers is healthy, y'all damn near a one seed. Yeah. Oh, to me, bro, like, I'm sorry. Like, Alizar, not it. Not kind of it. I think y'all need to get a bona fide wide receiver team. Like, mm-hmm. bona fide. I think this wide receiver, this wide receiver class for receivers is generational. You got Leak Neighbors, Keon Coleman, Romeo Duze. You got all these guys, J-Rob. Xavier Leggett. You yeah. need somebody to you think you need somebody. Yeah, this yeah, this wide receiver class could be potentially. I don't know. Neighbors is generation. I don't know. No, 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 no. I'm saying neighbors is in the class. Neighbors is nice. Class, 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 class. Yeah, yeah. The class is crazy. Wide receivers that the class is crazy. You need to get a bona fide wide receiver too to help off Garrett Wilson. You get a Malik. You get like so. What's your pick? Six. Six. They could get Malik. They could get Malik. We gave the team. They need O line. Uh, it's dynamic. Bro, you're not singing okay, to me. You're not singing to me, bro. You're not singing to me. It's to me. Y'all get a lineman. Y'all get a lineman. How how are we supposed to sing? Riddell, Riddell, tell me something. Riddell, tell me something better. I know how to. I know how to fix the team. Riddell, go ahead. I thought y'all right. tell you nothing good. This, hey, man. this is why it's all up to me. It's why it's I always been. Hey, I'm not mad at you know. J. Rob obviously knows his team and trying to fix the mess. You know, I respect him for trying. Of course, that wasn't good enough. Hey, with that said, the Jets are in a you know weird situation. Um, one, obviously, they better hope and pray that Aaron Rodgers can kind of figure out whatever magically remedy that he's utilizing to bring him back onto the football field and that works actually and doesn't destroy him, you know, physically. So yeah, yeah, whatever you got going on, <laughs> it's the work. 
And my thing is for the Jets moving forward, uh, uh, I, I, I agree right. that they have to bolster the offensive line. I will say they probably need to get rid of Nathaniel Hackett and look for someone that can emphasize that run game even more so because that run game can definitely – you can play into it and make the offense way more effective. It won't be pass-heavy, and eventually they got to get a receiver, but that way definitely works better, mm -hmm. especially with an elite defense that the Jets have, of course – and realistically, if we're being honest, there may be a quarterback in the later rounds, but more than likely, they just got to get some quarterback that is not like that good, but like a little bit unproven or people get up five, on. Man, get him up. So like oh. a, people, a person like Justin Fields is an option because the Bears will true, get killed. Enough, 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 enough. Well, the Bears will trade them. I haven't heard. I haven't heard a fixed job I like yet. Come on, Junior, last one, and I'll tell you what they. Yo, how was my job? I was just nothing, man. You do nothing. Do nothing to the defense. Defense is one of the best units in the game. The defense is near perfect. Let's talk about the offense. You already mentioned offensive line. I think if you fired Robert, Robert Sala, it wouldn't be the worst thing because you have so many dogs on that defense. You just need to bring in a defensive coordinator that's just going to be able to put them in the right, right positions to succeed. They can keep they the can same one they got. I don't, they can keep Jeff I don't know, if, I don't know if, Ref, or if Rex excuse me, is coming back to the Jets to be a coordinator. If he's coming back, he's trying to be a head coach. Oh, I think yeah, if Ben Johnson's on. available. Yeah, Ben Johnson. Head coach. Right. Now, Aaron Rodgers is going to be there next year. We can't count out the fact that the Jets aren't going to continue to climb and not put themselves in that top two, top three discussion by the end of the season. If y'all want a game rest of the year, I would be surprised. No slight. Your offense is just one of the worst I've ever seen. But that yeah, defense that. is like that. Now, here's, here's I like the situation. I think next year, let's say you drop into that top two, top three. Then that means Drake Mays in the question. That means that Marvin Harrison's in the conversation now. Now, right, that, that's your option there. Now, let's say you stay around six. You draft an offensive lineman. You trade for Devontae Adams. You repair Aaron Rodgers with Devontae Adams next that. to Garrett Wilson as well. I think the offensive <laughs> line definitely needs help, so you draft the offensive lineman with that position. But, again, that's best-case scenario. But this is how, if we're trying to live in a, in a dream world, you dream about Devontae Adams. Adams playing in that that green and black and being alongside Garrett Wilson, who the I think is one of the best young receivers in the game. I think that you guys need to go in with just like r ridiculous expectations or, or insane ideas because you already had Aaron Rodgers, right? That wasn't supposed to be a reality. Here's your quarterback next year. So once he went down, you knew the season was cooked. I think that you don't throw out the idea. We could be a top two, top three team and our team could be on the up next year. So the one thing I was hoping one of y'all would tell me was that the biggest Achilles heel for this team has been what? We have not had a uh, franchise quarterback ever since Joe nice. Namath. There has never been somebody to lead us for the next 20 years of our team. The only path to glory for this team is finding the heir to that throne. And as much as I love, hold on, hold on, hold on. But y'all keep talking about this O-line, I do not want to waste a first-round pick on Joe Alt. And Joe Alt is not a waste in terms of what I think he is. But it's not about getting Marvin Harrison Jr. or a wide receiver. It got to be Jaden Daniels. Daniels. Thank it, has you. To be, it has to be Jaden Daniels. That needs to be the Jets. He ain't as good as y'all make this nigga. Hold on. Stop, 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 stop. This not, it's, not about that. it's not about that early. It's not about that. At the end of the day, I think – Offensive line and quarterback on the offensive end are the two hardest positions to translate 
into the league because yeah. the pass rush in the NFL is way tougher than it is in college. And then obviously the learning curve, the mental learning curve of playing quarterback. You drive a guy like Jaden Daniels, you allow him to sit under Aaron Rodgers. If you see what Jordan Love has been or what he's becoming, you can tell that having a guy like Aaron in a quarterback room may actually work. It may help some growth. Now, obviously, he's not doing that. It didn't do that much for Zach, but different, different circumstances, couple different months, couple situations. Months. Couple yeah, I was months. Not talking about Jordan Love like this couple weeks ago, man. If I go and get, then you go and you bolster. I think you obviously make the trade for Devontae. But I think we need veterans on the O-line. I don't want no rookie Thanks. on the O-line. I want veterans on the O-line. I want guys who can plug and play right now because you're going in with Aaron Rodgers for another year, and we still have to do two things. I think the Jets have to do two things. Maximize this last year or two with Aaron Rodgers and be prepared that once Aaron Rodgers is out the door, there is not this long bridge of, of a mockery until we're ever a contender again post Aaron Rodgers. We do not want to be left at the altar looking stupid if we don't win the championship uh, or anything like that. So I think that's what needed to, needs to be done. And also, too, I'm going to be honest, I'm, nobody really said this except Drew mentioned it and Manny mentioned it, but none of y'all said, when we firing Joe Douglas? When we firing well, Joe it's Douglas? not going to happen this season. When we firing Joe Douglas, and we, I'm gonna be honest, I low key want to fire Robert Sala too because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's the two of them who have to make sometimes the hardest decisions and not care about the backlash or whose feelings you hurt. And to me, you wasted an entire locker room of talent over this kid that y'all want, that y'all wanted more than anything to pan out. Mm-hmm. I think and Robert you, and you ruined the year because of that. And maybe Robert felt like he couldn't do it, but yeah, Robert, he couldn't. I coach. think Robert, and I don't want to hear that. You're the head coach. You make final say. You you can say if they if they file if they fire you if they fire you over over the over you not wanting to start Zach Wilson. You know how much backlash the Jets organization would get. You know how much oh, backlash the organization would get. If that would be one of the main reasons why him getting fired would be. So I'm not, I'm not going to lie. The Jets have so many things we have to fix going into the future and right now. And so I think we got to hone in on making sure we secure our future, not just securing the next two years or or really one season. Yeah, uh, J-Rob, the only reason I didn't uh, mention the front office, I don't think they were going to get fired. I just don't think. Neither the coaches. That's that's the only thing. Because if you, if you kept Joe Douglas after this, uh, after Zach Wilson and you and I always felt like I think you mentioned it too at some point earlier in the season that it felt like Salah had to put him out there like he felt like he didn't really have a choice and I guess it's just a dichotomy of knowing how much maybe Robert Salah had power in terms of and, at, at least in terms and, of quarterback decision in the in in the in the building so that's why I just sat there I was like I don't Randy, think so actual question random let me ask yeah. you a question actually I guess maybe it's for the whole group be be dead honest yeah. with me if the Jets waived or cut Zach Wilson, do you think any one of the 31 other NFL teams are going to add him to their roster? No. Yeah. Also, J-Rob, let me ask you a question. Hold on, hold on, hold on, guys. Let me let me ask J-Rob a question. 
Jerob, have you yeah, also not seen to. times where you've seen head coaches be handicapped by their front offices or their owners saying, I want you to start this player? Or we were literally arguing about no the way. fact that with, with the Panthers that the owner wanted Bryce Wilson while the yes. coach and the general manager wanted C.J. Stroud. Like whether or not with whether or not you don't I understand maybe you don't want to hear this, but we see that if your if your if your boss tells you, hey, I want this done, you have to do it, or else you lose your job. Because these NFL these NFL head coaching jobs don't 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 just come up for everybody, especially somebody like Frank Reich who's already been fired from a job. I'm just saying, J Rob. That's true. No, that's true. That's true. Let's let's move on. I appreciate y'all. You know, I had to talk about my Jets, man. It gets it gets hard out here. I want you to be happy. Love you, therapy session. Me and J Rob deserve to be happy, bro. Yeah, bro. I I feel like we deserve. Yeah, this was real. I'm a Falcons fan. I'm a Falcons fan. I don't know, man. I don't want to hear it. You're my brother, J Rob. I can't. You don't even want to rub J Rob's back. Him and Manny deserves some closure. First of all, first of all, stop, stop, stop. Because that was slander. Number one, I thought we were talking about the Zach Wilson starting thing only. I didn't know it was going to be an actual question about what we would do as a GM. Well, you so listen, you really I took it back. I took it back. Number two. Right. 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 No, 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 no. no. Stop, stop. Hold on, hold on. I want to get to the next topic. I want to get to the next topic, though. It's not that deep. It's not that deep. It's all good. I want to get to the next topic. You saw emotional, Michael. Yeah, it's just... Right. Uh, Drew, we'll start with you. Drew, Tom Drew. Bruce. I think he got Drew, we'll start with Bro, you. it's not Drew, that. Drew, we'll start with you. We'll start with you, Drew. After the Cowboys win over the Seahawks, my brother, how confident are you in this Cowboys team to reach their first NFC title game since, damn, the 90s? No, I'll tell you what. It, it, nah, I was going to say, uh, I don't want to say 98. NFC, was that 98. I wasn't even born yet. I wasn't even born yet. Holy. <laughs> now, why are we talking about yeah. this? I wasn't even a thought. No cap. Facts. Uh, facts early. How, I agree. How confident am I? <laughs> I would put it at like a, a – it's like it's a coin toss for the idea of – if we look at that defense on the for the Cowboys, I feel like it's a little bit too inconsistent where we've seen games where Very they lock true. down, but then they go up against Seattle, and it's going down to the to the offense to have to to bury them out of the that hole right there. But it's been a lot of stat padding also. That's not a slight to Dak Prescott. They're beating up on these bad teams like they should, but they're they're going a little bit overboard where uh, I, I think that it's inflating a little bit of numbers from Dak Prescott. But that's not that's not a knock. He's falling <laughs> out. Um, that's but fair. That's fair, to to reach the NFC title game. That's a good question because if we were having conversations, make it out of the NFC, that's where I'd be like, nah, this is going to be the Niners to, to make it out. But they could beat Philadelphia because Philadelphia's defense is not good. I wouldn't even go as far as say it's average. It's it's not who good. Who said that? This boy, fuck it. I wonder who said that. Yeah. <laughs> who said that? Their, their secondary <laughs> is pretty bad. Their linebackers are bad. They brought in Shaq Leonard. Hopefully oh he's able God, to come bro. in and do a job. Say. Uh, no, you run, don't their... say. <laughs> But the run, the run defense has been solid. Uh, Jalen Carter coming and he's just he's a different beast. He should be defensive rookie of the year. He's he's amazing. Uh, but this offense where Jalen Hurts is getting slack and it's it's it's, oh, it's mind boggling to me because if he's not at 100 percent, this is not a championship level team. This is not a team that's going to win. I wonder who said that. You don't say. 
You look at that Bills game. Look at that Bills game. Look at the Bills game. First half, the offense was nowhere to be found. They were getting blown out. Second half, Jalen Hurts turns it on. They go and they win that game in overtime. But it wasn't until Jalen Hurts turned it on that they were actually able to win the game. Sam Howe owns them. I wouldn't say owns, but he plays OD against that Philadelphia defense. And that's not it's the commanders, bro. It's just certain teams you play good that's versus. Two times, two times that they've played and he's gone for over 300. Nah, that's he's, he's that's ball, man. It, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. It's not yeah. so much about Sam, who I like. It's more so about this Eagles defense. That's not good. So to make it to the NFC title game. I'll give it a 50-50 chance, but it's going to be between them or the Eagles. I think San Francisco's a lock to make it there. But if the Cowboys have mm. to face San Francisco before getting there, it's over. They're no not making it to the title I game. I don't think the Cowboys but- beat the Packers. I'm not going to hold so you. can I say? <laughs> 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 oh, Lord, Yo, but what I was going to say, though. Yo, hey, man. You might be splitting. Hey, man. What I was going to say, though. Go ahead, man. Go ahead, man. I said two weeks ago. I said I said two weeks ago that I believe in the Cowboys. I know people were like, "Oh, why you believe in the Cowboys? Why you believe?" This is the best football I've ever seen Dak play in my life, bro. I'm not lying to you. Okay, Probably I won't be mad at that. I won't be mad at that. Yeah, I just. Can I say something? This is the bro. And this is the thing for me. This is the thing. The thing with the Eagles is, I feel like, to me, like when you run the ball at them, they're not as dominant as you would perceive them to be. Nope, they're not. When you run the ball at Micah Parsons at him, like directly at him. Mm. See you, fifty yards downfield. I, I just don't know when he goes against a, sometimes elite blockers and they they run to that can side. Can I ask you? Can I ask you a question, Manny? This team, this Cowboys team, doesn't give you that twenty. Was it that that twenty twenty Bills schedule? Yeah, fact. It does a little bit. The schedule was so trash. They went trash. to the championship game, though. They went to the yeah, championship game. Yeah, that's true too. That's also true too. It, it, might, that might it might be a good thing. It might be a good thing. Lions have had a worse schedule. Lions are not a good team. I think if Dallas barely beat the Chargers. If Dallas doesn't see, if Dallas doesn't see San Fran, I think they go to the NFC Championship. If they don't see San Fran, okay, okay. Can I just say? Can I just say my take? Because yeah, you're the Cowboys. Go ahead. And look, look, look. Shout out to all Cowboys fans. But guys, no, not an NFC Championship game yet. No, why they've not? not been consistent enough. They've not been consistent enough. The offense has played great. It's on a great stretch. We're talking about a defense that just isn't consistent. And, you know, as much as I really don't like what you said about the Michael Parsons thing, I think you're overblowing it a little too much. I yes, I am. in the run stuff and up here, you know, it still needs it still needs to be there. My thing, though, is about Michael Parsons. OK, he, he he's played great this season. It's not. It's not. It's not a knock on Michael Parsons that this defense has played inconsistent. There's a lot of other guys that I play when you run the AKA, ball. AKA, wait, 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 wait. Jaron Curse. Jaron Curse is not the same player he was. We're talking about a guy that led this secondary the past two years. He made their defense very good. He's just not moving the same. He's injured. Um, he can't get to angles and pursuit in the short game as well, and in the run game, he's just not the same hard hitter he was. Um, you know, the coverage is a little bit scary. I will say, as much as I've always had concerns about their coverage, they played three games in 11 days against Pete Carroll, who knew exactly what Dan Quinn wanted to do because Dan Quinn was birthed by Pete Carroll. So that's why I think we saw them go insane. Now, I do think that they played well and the Cowboys played bad, but like the Charbonnet run, the 40-yard stuff, like that game plan was very good as well as DK dominating. But for me, 
when we look at the playoffs, you know, I'm I I think that uh, Cowboys will come and surprise people in Jerry World because this is going to be their Super Bowl this season. They need this W. This team is playing for Dak Prescott winning MVP as well. They bought into him, so I I think both teams show up in this game. It's going to be great. But in the playoffs, man, no, I don't trust this team enough. I don't trust Mike McCarthy enough against the top level defenses, man. I really don't. I just don't, man. Until until I see uh, an NFC championship, until I see them make it, it's a no for me. It just will always be. That's what we go say. Ahead. Can they make go it? Ahead, Monologue yeah. of hurt. Hey, hey. Actually, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> actually, I want to actually let me go last because I have a crazy hypothetical. Since because you know who they're gonna match up in the first round, but if it, the if Falcons. It's yeah, I, I, I want to go last. Oh, you guys are not beating us. You guys are not beating us. I hate this stuff. Oh, my God. That's been better in the playoffs. Oh, Dad, you're a Falcons fan. Jerrock, you beat the question. That makes a lot of sense. Pretty much, do you think the Cowboys are going to go What you mean their quarterback away, too? Wait, you said what? The Cowboys are going to go to NFC Championship. Go ahead, Random. I will say this. I'm I'm also in the agreement of where Mike is. I'd rather just see it. I've seen Dak. Whether it's uh some crazy pass by Aaron Rodgers or just underperforming or anything like that, I just gotta see. I got no faith um that the Cowboys can actually do it, especially you, if they see the 49ers, because if they see the 49ers, we know it's what's clipped. gonna happen. They're clipped and and like yeah. like I like like when I like when I raised my voice at Michael on Sunday, I'm like, you're talking about Dak who ain't Dak Dak who ain't never beat the 49ers, who ain't never beat the 49ers during his tenure at all. In the playoffs or not, even that one time when Jimmy G was selling so bad, Kurt Kyle Shanahan had the game plan around his quarterback to win the game, and they still couldn't find a way to win that one. So I'd rather just see it. I need to see it before I any. I feel you know. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Trent. I mean, again, like, bro, I just gotta see it to believe it. I can't really comment on whether they're gonna make it out. Like. Again, I gotta really see it to fraud, bro. Like, I gotta see it to believe with the Cowboys, fraud. and I gotta see it to believe with the Forty Nineers to finally win something. Both in the same boat. Yeah, the thing I is, I gotta both see it. Fraudish, bro. They both gotta see it to believe it, bro. So let me ask you this: what, what team not named the Eagles in the NFC do you think could actually like upset the San Francisco Forty Nineers in the playoff game? Remember, it's a one zero. Zero. Hey, I got one. Zero. Zero. Oh, zero. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Trey, you see what I mean? You see what I mean? <laughs> I'm sorry. Happen. I'm not going to lie. Detroit, Detroit got a pretty good offense. Team has a shot, man. Detroit, 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 Detroit got a pretty good offense. There's one team. There's one team. There's one team. There's one team. got a pretty good offensive line, bro. So there's one team that I'm going to put up there. I don't think they will. I don't think they will. But – Chance, for, like the one that I think could have a chance. Chance, everything was right. Seattle. Yeah. Hey, someone said Rams. in the chat, the Los Angeles Rams can make things very interesting <laughs> in the playoffs against the San Francisco 49ers. Oh, I'm just God. saying, bro. Matthew Stafford coming out doing his business. Ever since Kyron Williams bro. got back on the team, that offense has been cooking, bro. bro. Like, mm. bro, that's because he's on his fantasy cooking. team. You seen him say that? He's not on my fantasy team. I wish he was. Bro. I swear to God, I wish he was. Bro, what's up? No, I'm serious. I think the Rams could be like one of the probably the only team I can think of other than the Eagles that can really just upset okay. the 49. I guess I maybe the Rams have to really the shock the world. On? They're six and six right now. Nah, you know no, the MVP that, that much early. What do you think this is? Did Stafford miss a game or two? Rams If the 49ers lose in the first round of the playoffs, pretty hook. 
When I say happened. you boy, you boys are fried rice, hibachi a style, fried cooked ham <laughs> with yum yum sauce on the side, y'all are. J Rob, keep that same energy if that happens to the Eagles too and the Cowboys. I'm not an Eagles fan. I'm not an Eagles fan. I'm not. I would say the Eagles have the best shot. That's all I'm gonna say. I just believe the 49ers. I just feel like the 49ers have not won a Super Bowl in this millennium, in this era, and we need to Since talk I've been about born, that. I felt like. Yeah, we got to say this is like, I just feel like they get treated like, they like a dynasty. I just don't like that they get treated like a dynasty. Oh, so that's that's fair. J-Rob, they're just a better version of the Cowboys. That's what it is. What is it? What do you mean? I have an You're a Panthers fan. You're a Panthers fan. I'm a Panthers fan. Y'all can't say nothing. Okay, look. It is right. ahead, There's no ahead, way Dad. you just told me that right now. Dad, go ahead, Dan. Go ahead, Dan. It's not the Falcons, Daryl. Don't worry. It's not the Falcons. They've been playing real hot. High in this quarterback in the future. I think the Green Bay Packers, if they make the playoffs, are one of the scariest teams. Oh, Dad, you're coming from my heart, Dad. Oh, I love Jordan. The reason why I, I, I thought I know the Packers are the young. I know the Packers are the youngest team in football, right? I said that yesterday. Oh, field. They're the youngest team in the NFL. I, They're not going to get in the playoffs. I'm telling you. We're going to see. We're going to see. We're going to see. I, 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 I agree. They're, they're the youngest team in the playoffs. Very talented. Think, very talented future, but I think we should relax on the Packers. It's just the old I just think the Packers old line have been playing better. They played really good against the Chiefs. But against, like, the Niners, bro, or the Cowboys, like, the Cowboys, like, here's the thing. The Cowboys defensive line, it's just, you know, against the great O lines, it really, really struggles. But against O lines that aren't as good, where like they physically match up really well, bro, that's the Dolly. thing. And, and 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 the one thing I want to see the Eagles do or the Cowboys do against the Eagles, real quick, real quick. Michael Parsons interior in the middle, um, because the 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 interior defensive line just is getting off of their um, positioning in the pass rush. So I want to see Mike Michael Parsons kind of playing spy. On Jalen Hurts and just dirt. being a menace there on passing dirt. downs, specifically passing downs, running downs. I'm worried about that, but passing downs, I feel like that will help them. So we have back rushers. my next question to y'all, let's see how much I've been paying attention to what's going on in the college football. Who do you think will be the biggest NFL draft risers that people need to know about now before the draft starts? Okay, uh, do you mean? But does it with that question? Let me ask you: Does it do, mm-hmm. do they have to be known already? Like if they're known, they don't got to be known. They don't got to be known already. But when I say draft riser, like even if they like late first, but they may end up going top ten, like you know, it, it don't right, got to cool. be. But the yeah. name that you can see shooting up draft boards because you know it always happens. There's no, a because Manic right, Manic can attest. Like no one had Jaden Daniels as a first round no. pick. Sure. No one did. Me, I did. Go ahead, go ahead, Manny. Um, I was gonna say somebody. Damn, a person I, I think could really shoot up people draft boards. I'm not gonna lie to you. I think um to me, Marvin Harrison and Malik Neighbors. To me, they were the, the best two wide receivers in the country. But I think somebody. I mean, people know him, but I think he's gonna shoot above Malik because I think when he gets to the combine and people see his size and the way he runs route and his speed and his athletic, Keon Coleman. I'm not gonna lie yeah, to Keon. you. Yeah, Keon. He's OD. We talking about well, he said, uh, um, um, Florida State, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Once he said size, I was like, yeah, he's talking about Keon. I, they got nothing but size in Florida State. The he's world, Christ. the world right now is Michael Penix Oyster. He's in the playoff. Oh he God, beats God, Texas. If he, he, he beats, so and if he wins a championship, I love him argue, too. But... You could argue that he's been the best quarterback in college football this year in terms of just how he's played. You could argue that, and I'm yeah. telling you. We've all seen that. We've all seen that quarterback that, that you look at a whole season, and all of a sudden, if he wins it all, 
We talking about Michael Penix going top ten. That's all I'm saying. No, he not. But talking about Michael Penix going top ten. He got four and he wins it all. If he he plays well. Go ahead, Trent. I'll go with a sleeper, and I'll go because I'm gonna have my bias in because my my former teammate before I had to retire, but um. Golden Patrick Paul is one of the best offensive linemen that we're going to see in this league. He's 6'7, 320. Nice. Out, of, out of Houston? Yes. Yeah. J Rob. He was ridiculous. And he's almost, I think, almost, he almost a center in the league for it. Right. Like, bro mm-hmm. is really six. He, I think his I think his whole college career, he only gave up two sacks. Wow. And that's like, oh, that's all, 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 like second, that's great. Team, all, second, second team All American. What's the name? Just, just released. He got that. He's one of the mm-hmm. best tackles in the All league. Right. And when he gets no, he's when nasty. He gets scared, he's, he's probably he's probably like a late second or like somebody like the Dallas Cowboys, somebody like one of these teams pick him up. He Jets. will be, be yeah, be a day one. <laughs> I would day love day that. One, day yeah, I would one love that. Guy, that but he might not. He might not fall out of the first round though. That's the problem. I don't think we'll be able oh, to get another him person. Man. I was gonna say, um, that yeah, I he might be. I he's gonna go. I hope he goes. Is is Brian Thomas, bro? He's another one, bro. Brian Thomas Jr. From LSU to receiver. If I got it. I got it. He's not a lot of many. My bad, many. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Do no, that. you good, bro. You good. Bro. No, I got a name for y'all that I think is gonna rise up draft boards. Right now, he's declared to go back to college, but I think Quinn Ewers Facts. is gonna go on a two game mm-hmm. run. I think Quinn Ewers has all the potential to go on a two-game run of his entire football oh, life. He was the natty. He's fucking. And I'll be honest. Listen, as somebody who was a skeptic of Quinn Ewers going into this season, I have to admit, Even as somebody who don't get lost in arm talent, as somebody who generally doesn't get lost in arm talent, that boy throw a pretty pass. Oh wait, yo, oh, he's nice. He throws a pretty. He throws a pretty pass. Got a lot of arm talent. Hey, Rob, I totally forgot what's the thing because of the agenda I got. Because I think he's going to, we've seen quarterbacks in a year or so take a huge leap. Mm-hmm. I generally believe if Jalen Miro get his pass, get the mechanics fixed right, his he could be one. He could be one. He could be one. He could be one. But next year, that nigga, he was tough. He could be one over. You're not watching football. He's one. No, because he's one. You're a Lamar fan. You're I'm not even the biggest Jalen Miro guy, but he run like Lamar. He runs like the speed is. He a, a he's a bigger Lamar. Game. He's bigger than Lamar. I don't know like, if he'll go over Shador. I look at. I kind of look at. I think Shador be one. Nigga, yeah, he's yeah, better than Shador. Who's better than Shador? No, Jalen Milro. I don't think he is better. Shador played for Alabama. No, he's not, bro. Bro, Jalen Milro is better than Shador Sanders. Please, Shador is better than Shador Sanders. Alabama, dog. Shador is better than Jalen Milro. Y'all are, bro. Bro, y'all are, bro. Stop with that body. He's better than Shador. He's a better. He's a better. He's a better quarterback. Right now, he's a better quarterback than Jalen Milro. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. I'm not saying Jalen Milro. We gotta thank God he played with Colorado right now. Wait, let me rephrase. Well, let me try to tell you. Girl. I'm not saying 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 I'm not not saying I'm 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 not Hey, um, Jero. I said he might be able to drive. He said if he wins the natty, he goes this year. This year's drive. He's not going. He's staying. Oh, Jero, I do. Nah, if he wins me, the natty, Trent, he's gone. If he wins the natty, if you tell me if you don't win the natty, 
Somebody I mean, not I mean, I mean, he, Wait, but don't you have to announce before January something? No. No. What I'm saying, like what I'm saying, the reason why I brought up Clint Ewers, Trent, is because what I'm saying is, oh, no, I think it's smoke and mirrors. I think it's smoke and mirrors to think that he's going back to Texas. If he knock off Washington and then knocks off an Alabama or a Michigan, I think either or teams with the oh, amount of NFL, he, he gotta be. Because at the end of the day, bro, I'm gonna be honest. First of all, he's coming in, Trent, with the only when they do the 24-7 sports rivals, he's the only quarterback in the history of the game to have a 1.0000. Only perfect grade ever at the position. At the position. If he goes and throws magnificently in these next two games, oh, I don't see I don't see no world, Trent, where He's not going to be expected to be a top five pick. I think he would. I think he would leap. I think he would leap. I think he would leap. I think he would leap Drake May, and I think he would leap Bo Nix and Jaden Daniels just because of what he's already walking potential. He's came I'm not in mad with. At that. I'm not mad at that. Versus I'm what not, he got. Really so that's what I'm. Yeah. I'm not saying. I'm not talking about. The, yeah, I thought you were talking about that. But also, I mean, but also, J. Rob, you got to also look. Isn't that like if if Quinn Ewers was to come and win the Natty this year and do what he does? Wouldn't that be better for Texas too? Because you got Arch next year. Wouldn't it yeah, kind of be better? It would be phenomenal for Texas because they don't even have to hear about it. They wouldn't yeah, have to hear about hear. it. You, you know, telling me that? Name my two go guys. Ahead, ahead, I got man. two guys. There's, all right, there's two guys. I only got the random. That was early. Go ahead. Early. They do look like early, they are cousins. Yeah, they so are two cousins, guys I like. Cousins. I like. I like Dallas Turner, and I love. I love. Oh, that's a great place for South Carolina. You like Rattler? Mm, not really. I think a lot of people sleeping on Rattler, but I'm not going to lie. I think it was hard to evaluate him this season because of how bad South Carolina's offensive line is. I like it. A lot of people don't. I'm not taking a pick on Rattler. I think a lot of people sometimes look at his outside because a lot of people didn't like Switzer Rattler off the QB1 doc because he looked like a straight asshole. So he can score you can go, go ahead, Dev. What's your guy? What guys do you need to be looking out for? Me and Jr. We talked about this before, but I like uh Cooper DeGene, the corner out of Iowa. Football player. And I also like um what's the name? The receiver out of Washington, Romeo. I think he's I think if he performs in the playoffs, I feel like his stock will go up higher. Roma I, don't Duse, Roma I, don't, I don't think he's gonna go Roma up. Duse. I don't think he's gonna ahead of Malik Roma something. But I feel like he'll get nah. – he potentially could be a target for the Titans. Or I would take right Rome now, over right? Neighbors. I'm not going to lie. I think Rome yeah. is better than Neighbors. I'm not going to front. So that's nah, 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 nah. I think nah, Rome nah. better than Neighbors. I'm I'm gonna gonna tell you why. we go on a crazy tangent here. I'm going to tell you why. Rome is crazy. Rome is crazy. He don't line up in the slot. Rome don't go in that slot. He don't move to that slot. Wait, can I get my two guys? That's not his fault, though. That's not his fault. Go ahead. Go ahead, Michael. And then Lonnie, Malik's I too versatile. Uh, I'll make it. I'll make it short. I'll make it short. Um, uh, as much as Adunze gets credit, I, I love that guy. He's so good. I'm taking. Um, I, I I just think when I'm talking about risers, I really like Polk, and I and I like Matt, Mick Millen for real. I think if they show out in the playoff, I, I would really like the Cowboys to pick him up mid draft in the mid in the Ooh, mid. Jalen Polk. Try, try to pick one of those two. Uh, but Polk specifically because I just really like his route running and his speed. But I'm not mad at McMillan either. I don't know if I think Polk will probably be better out of the two if I were to guess. But though. uh what about what about that I kid? I just want to give credit to those guys. What about that kid huh? that goes to your school though? Frank Franklin Franklin's cool, but I just feel like he relies a lot on his speed. And like 
I oh, that man is a what? And like, hey, 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 wait, 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 hey Drew, make sure you go next. The chat will have my head. No, I'm not saying he's not an elite receiver in college. W guess, man. I'm just respecting y'all, and y'all giving off some good opinions right now. God damn. I just really like those two receivers. I got to give them credit. You, you like Blake Corum? Yeah, right, Drew, what you thinking? Who's on? I'll tell you what, before, before the, the Harbo suspension, J.J. McCarthy definitely was rising on my boards, and then he got suspended, and we've seen him be who people very thought young, that he wasn't. Young. No doubt about it. But I think J.J. is going to declare regardless, and I, I think with the way that he was playing early on in the season, shit, some people had him going as a top-10 quarterback too, but I think with the way that he's played the last he's few weeks. No, he's not. He's not, unfortunately. Uh, I think the guy that I'll go, you, you, you guys mentioned Jaden Daniels, no doubt. I mean, there's been no player that's increased his draft stock more. I like Johnny Wilson. I, I think six seven is probably gonna six, run around seven. that four that four four five, that four that four five. I mean, with that size, with with that that speed. I mean, come on, bro. I mean, Johnny Wilson. Keon Coleman's getting all the attention for sure because he's a more complete wide receiver, but Johnny Wilson with that size, and I I, I think he can definitely rise his draft stock on at the combine, but mm-hmm. there's very few that have the physical How tall is Johnny that Johnny six, six seven. seven seven six seven that's crazy. But but his Mad- hand but six Mad- seven Mad- his hands not that he's good. Like, he, like, he do he do yo he, but I was, he is he like a DK Metcalf is that what I do have some concerns about Johnny Wilson though Drew his hands are not good no like DK but again, he's not still very young. Wait, 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 wait. Let him finish. Go ahead, Drew. Go ahead. Now, who is he? 22 years old, still young. Probably won't be. He'll probably get drafted after a lot of these top guy receivers. But again, for I think where where he can still rise is the combine where people become infatuated with physical traits. I think that Johnny still where there are the concerns with the hands. He can still grow into that as long as you put him in the right situation. And Drew, let me ask you one more question while you're here, because this has been a big topic on the show, on the last few shows. Okay. What were your thoughts on the college football playoffs and FSU being left out of the playoffs? How did that make you feel? What did you think about that whole scenario? I thought it was crazy as hell that Georgia won 29 straight games and was just not even in the conversation after losing to Bama. I think Bama making it, there's definitely a case. They beat, what, five top 15 teams, and they beat the number one team in the country. But FSU going undefeated and not making it is wrong. It's wrong. I I think Mm -hmm. that I understand it's not the sexy team, right? I've been seeing a lot of people have a lot of passionate feelings towards this. But again, the narrative was there for Bama. They did just beat the number one team in the country, but it also just looks bad on the committee's part where a team went perfect and they're not mm. being represented. It's they got just it wrong. leading for it's leading for more discussion to go from four to eight teams next season. Cool. And it's mm. just gonna it's gonna be a lot better football. But this was 12 definitely teams. 12, 12, 12 teams. teams. 12 teams. Excuse J-Rob, me. Apologize. J-Rob, Thank you. J Rob, I don't know if you've paid attention to any of like the stories that have come out. They've even been committee members that like it sucks that we have to do this. I can't remember. I can't remember the the lady exactly, but it was all over ESPN. Facts. The, so, so the the easiest thing. I look. I always said this. Florida State was always the odd man out when you compare if all four, all, all five power fives went undefeated. They were going to be the odd man out. But the minute Jordan Travis got hurt, like that was that was it for them. And like I argue with Manny and other people. I'm like, there's people said Washington shouldn't make it. And I was like, there's oh. nothing in Florida State's resume that is better than Washington. Nothing at no. all. So, no. so Florida State was always the odd man out, and and Jordan Travis getting hurt was their was their excuse to, to keep him out. But let me ask you this, Drew: Do you believe, and this is why I've argued with most of them up here, is 
I understand FSU is out, but the committee's job is to go for the four best teams. And you just referenced uh, Georgia winning 28 consecutive games. In your heart, in your heart, Drew, do you think Florida State was one of the four best schools in the country? From what you've seen, and as constructed, you got to consider without Jordan Travis. So this is as they are with their second string quarterback. I'm going to I'm going to say no with the way that we've seen Washington play football we ha- we have Penix in the conversation for for the Heisman no doubt I think Washington yeah, yeah. deserves it. Texas Texas definitely clutched at the end but at the same time you, you got to give respect. Ass. Yeah, it's not that, that good. It's not too. that good. That's what I tell people. I, I I think Georgia dropping from 1 to 6 was a little bit crazy although they definitely were playing teetering along the line all season mm-hmm. long. I wasn't the highest on Georgia. I still don't mm-hmm. think that they were this what this most dominant team, mm-hmm. uh, but but mm-hmm. them dropping out mm-hmm. of the top four is a little bit Somebody crazy. Needs to say it. Hey, Rob, they, we, hey, they say we was crazy when we was asking all those we, questions. We said that too, Drew. We said that they shouldn't have been the number one team as long as they were throughout the season because they didn't look nah, like no, the best. No, oh, I no doubt. I think oh, you look at only, you look at Ohio yeah, State. Yeah, you look at a you look at a Michigan. Go ahead, bro. So I, I, I do, I do want to. Let go. Just let me ask you this real quick, Drew. So it, it, hypothetically, because these guys up here still think if Jordan Travis was there, they will make it. So with the 55 overall strength of schedule, you still think FSU get in with Jordan Jordan Travis? Because that's what's hanging. That's what's that's, that's what I'm looking at. That's that strength mm-hmm. of schedule cool. being 55 overall, bro. Texas, like you said, they league they went through trash. You can say the oh, same thing God. with FSU. So it's like if you go undefeated with a weak strength of schedule, like like I mean, like how much the committee literally said they're we've, the we've, also, decision, we've also seen that throughout time. And then also after last season where TCU got absolutely smoked and they didn't look like they belonged in that national championship. I feel like maybe the committee had a little bit of a of let me not say voter for T, but at the same time, they saw how That's bad. bad Exactly. They weren't trying to have a repeat of last year. I feel like that's why they left FSU. And with Texas winning their championship, I mean, at the same time, you couldn't leave Texas out of there. Uh, But it's tough. FSU definitely going undefeated. There's a strong case. We've seen bad teams make it. But yeah, with with a bad strength of schedule or bad team, you understand what I'm saying. The the in terms of schedule, but with 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 a backup to the backup quarterback, there's just. No, with Travis, even still, I, I feel like that would have That's helped their case for yeah. sure. It would have no, helped their no, case for you think with Travis, sure. they get in, though, right, Drew? I think they do get in. I think with the backup to the backup, Bama, they weren't going to allow it why we to say that, uh, Drew, Bama, a big reason why we say that is a committee literally mentioned it and why they took That's, that's the reason they didn't out. get in. They yeah, literally no, mentioned it. I understand. I'm look, with, and I agree. Look, is, I think, but with Travis This is why I push back like this, Random. Check me out, Drew. This is why I'm pushing back, right? Because if Jordan Travis was healthy, Y'all just sit up there and said Texas would have got hold, right? Because they, they scheduled. No, I think Bama would have got hold. I think like, Bama would have been out. I think Bama would have got. It would been the only for, the only year in the fourteen playoff where the SEC doesn't make it. This would have been the yeah, one because you you got, you got to put this in perspective, Ben. Like mm-hmm. no box side because you are a huge Dover Bama fan. If Jordan Travis stays, they're going to be three, and you can't put Bama. Mm-hmm. In. They might be two. They might be two. It probably be two. Either way, you can't put Bama in and Texas beat y'all head to head. So literally, it would yeah. be y'all have been out, even though yeah, but I don't believe that's true though. Because how Bama could you ever leave out the winner of the Sec? When are the in what world? They, 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 they beat the, the winner of the SEC though. No, because like, like, in what, bro, we've had national championships before. We had a playoff where two teams was but, two, but it was always two SEC. They were putting two teams in the same conference. In the look at the criteria. When you look at the four points that the committee made, 
FSU passed every point except the last one. They had an injured player. So I don't think I think if they have that injured, not an injured player, they pass all four points. I'm gonna be honest, bro. I'm gonna be honest, but I think the committee is showing a lot of disingenuousness because ultimately I'm gonna be completely transparent. I'm kind of with Bama on this. I think the committee, no matter what, the Jordan Travis injury was like was almost like their problem. bailout. Yeah, because I'm problem. telling you 100 percent there's nothing there's nothing you could say to me without a shadow of a doubt I'm willing to bet anything on it that if Jordan Travis was still on that team and Alabama romps Georgia the way they did and Texas obviously beating them there was no way FSU was ever getting in bro I don't know I don't, I don't, top I don't, 10 defense bro with a Heisman candidate I don't know how you do that I don't know how you don't believe I don't believe there's any because Manny the reason why I don't think that there was any role for Florida State because the only role that would have been Technically fair and right would have had you would have had to have left out in the SEC. And I'm sorry, in no world are the is the is the committee leaving out the Southeastern Conference from any title game or any chance at a national title. And let's be real about the other schools. FSU is not a bigger brand than Texas, whether you want to hear that or not. They're not. Nope. Washington, Washington beat Oregon twice in potentially the most competitive conference in football this past year. And we all consider, and everybody considers the big ten. They beat Oregon twice. No, not Washington. What was Oregon's best win? What was Oregon's best win? Utah? Bro, it doesn't matter, matter, Manny. We could do this for every single team, bro. The Washington deserved it. Washington. No, I didn't say Washington. That's not the point I'm trying to make. The point I'm trying to make is, Washington was in a conference that was considered probably the third toughest conference this year. Big Ten was considered probably the second hardest to the SEC. Mm-hmm. So those three conferences, I think we all knew going into the year, whoever ran the table in those three conferences, one loss or, or not, we're going to get in. The, the conversation was, the was going out. to be, yeah, the Florida State was going to be the odd man out because they're one. And listen, I blame, I think the real question you need to have a conversation, go blame Dabo. Blame Clemson for being trash. Blame Brian Kelly for LSU being a big, a big 12 team this year. Blame the SEC. Blame the SEC for not recruiting good enough recruits to make the conference competitive. This is a power five conference that nobody respects. So at the end of the day, that's nobody's fault that they're not one of the four best teams. And I keep trying to tell y'all the committee's job ain't fairness. Is mm-hmm. putting the best four teams in football. And man, you could tell me about that top 10. You can tell me about that top 10 defense so I'm blue in the face, bro. They're not one of the best four teams in the and, country. And no way, and out, and no way in, the, in the country. Bro. Manny, Manny, bro, this is bro, the one season bro, where the Pac-12 was going to get it You can't tell me they're not, though. Yo, Trent, yo, Trent, is with Jordan Travis, they're not a top four team in the country? They're not? With Jordan Travis, that defense, and Keon Coleman, Johnny, that team's not a top four team. I mean, you don't hear that. Honestly, don't hear that because I never, bro, I don't. Trent, without a shadow of a doubt, Trent, Trent, without a shadow of a doubt, with, with, with Jordan Travis, let's just say with Jordan Travis, let me ask you this question. Without a shadow of a doubt, from what you've seen this season and knowing the competition these teams have played, do you think without a shadow of a doubt, FSU is clearly, like when I say clearly, like clearly better. Yeah, like clearly top four? Than, than Georgia. No. In Georgia no, or Ohio State no. or even Oregon. No, 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 no,
all your top teams, Ole Miss, bro. It was no point in the season Please where Florida State looked like a juggernaut, bro. It was no You're bugging that first game of the season. They looked like a juggernaut. Bro, that first game of the season, bro, was a testament to what Brian Kelly, you guys are not it, consistent. Bro. The, the college ball rankings isn't consistent, He's man. That's the point. They've led in teams from the past. Well, they look better sucked. versus LSU than y'all. And, oh, and, 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 and you guys were talking like they look better than Alabama. Many, 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 many. This is the thing. This is the thing. This is the thing that you're forgetting. Even after Jordan Travis got hurt, they still had two weeks to show. They had none. They couldn't. We're talking about Jordan Travis not being hurt. We're talking about him not being hurt. Ohio State what, found a way to do so it. Why are okay? you coming at me when we're talking about him not being hurt? I'm, I'm not gonna lie. No, when it no. Comes to, okay, hold on, real quick. Let me why say you, right, right, oh my this. God? Why are right, you just ignoring, ignoring that? Because to me, I'm not gonna yes, lie. It is last point. It's kind of that. It's it's simple why they miss, but it is wrong. Because I only feel the only time I only feel bad for the players because you went through all that fall camp shit. Facts, You did perfect. Hold on, you did perfect as a player. I feel it. You did perfect. You didn't make it. But if you have to look, it'll be different. For these past two weeks, if, what's the name? Them backup quarterbacks looking like Cardell Jones. We're not talking about the they was looking like that. They would have made it, Ooh, but they did. They look like yeah. they look like trash. Yeah, they didn't look like a trash. They had a question if Jordan Travis was on the team. Manny, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Are you Manny? Look me dead in my face and tell me these past two weeks. Has Florida State looked like a top fifteen team in the country? Nah, 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 nah. Defensively, yes, offensively, no. No, but no, but that's not what I know because J Rob asked me literally. No, asked, no, I was saying that even with Jordan Travis. If Jordan Travis was on the team, if he was even, playing, no, in no, the, like this, if Jordan Travis on the team, they make the college football playoff, but I don't think they're a top four team in the country. But, but you no, know, Trent, what me and Ben were saying that even with Jordan Travis, I still don't think they would have gotten in. I just think the committee had a great excuse. I, mean, I think they I'm, had a great I'm, excuse. I, I, I would have liked to hear I mean, their I, mean, I would have liked to hear their argument for that. Because I'm because I just like I said, my question is this. My question is this. Is Jordan are they putting in a Jordan Travis FSU over the winner of the SEC? Because that's the odd man out. They're not. No, they're, they're not. not. No, but this is the thing. Like but that is Texas. You gotta look at Texas because Texas that's beat Bama head to head. So you're gonna just no, stop saying Bama. Stop. Stop talking about the side of the helmet. And listen to what J. Rod said. Long ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not him, you not get saying. in over the saying. winner of the SEC. Yeah, listen to what I'm saying. Winner of the, and y'all keep talking about Texas beat Bama at Bama. Just take that, take that helmet yeah. off of it. Yeah, well, yeah the question. That's the reason why they got in. No, the reason why they got in, they won the SEC. That's the reason why Texas got in. That's the reason why Texas got in. Yeah, they not because they, they beat y'all. So what do you mean? No, no, they beat a. Yeah, they beat about that. They, they not talking about We're the side of the helmet, bro. Yeah. They beat somebody. They beat a top tier team from the SEC. Y'all keep getting hung up on Alabama, bro. Yeah, man, that's not what we're saying. That's not what we're saying. We're not. Yeah, that's not what we're saying. At the end of the at the end of the day, they looked at Texas. They beat the SEC champion. Alabama's only loss was to the Big 12 champion. We're taking the size of the helmets off of it right now, bro. That is why they got in. So, though, taking the side of the helmet off, what you're seeing with Jordan Travis and how they limped through that whole schedule, even with Jordan Travis, means that a 13-0 Florida State with a weak schedule is better than the SEC champion. Whether it's Alabama, Georgia, whoever else, bro, a one-loss SEC champion, bro, that would be a criminal, that would be a crime. I'm telling you, Florida State gets in. They left them out because of traffic. Bro, bro, and I'm telling you right now, Manny, you got, I'm just telling you right now, whether you believe this or not, if you truly in your heart believe if Jordan Travis was healthy, they would get in. I believe it. 
you are delusional because yeah, how is that crazy? <laughs> how is that? Yo, I want to know. Let me answer. 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 Who in the years of college football, man, you've been watching college football your whole life for the most part. 21 right? years, LSU fan. 21 year LSU. You've seen championships that have had two yeah. SEC schools in them. Yeah. Same what have been other one law teams in other conferences, even undefeated teams who have not who didn't get to go to the BCS. True or false? Thank you. Very so true. you already know the people who do, who have decided the factors of the national champion put more stake into the SEC than they do any of the other four power five conferences. So that has already been established through the history of college football. Now you're telling me that with everything playing out the same way, and I'm with Bama, take the helmet, let's take the helmet okay, off. I am taking the helmets been, off. It could have been Oklahoma being LSU and then the same situation happening. And instead of Alabama getting in, it's LSU versus FSU. It could be the same situation. But they beat Georgia, who won 28 straight. They lost to Oklahoma in the start of the year. So they lost to the Big 12 champion. LSU would still get in over FSU because the history has told us that the way the committee in college sports values the SEC compared to every other conference in sports, it's not the same. And I can even give you an example of that. Georgia and Alabama have played some of the easier schedules since winning national championships and still are given the same competitive grace compared to other teams because of not only the success that they have had, but the way the SEC is considered. So what I'm telling you is delusional to think FSU, who could barely beat Louisville, would get in over any SEC school with one loss, especially okay. the way they finish, especially the way the way that okay. we know. But you told me, like, okay, so, but you gave me you gave me Jordan Travis on the team. You gave me that. You said I'm yeah, I'm giving it to you. I'm giving Let it. Let me ask. Okay, they beat the shit out of Louisville with him on the team. I'm talking like forty zip. Mm -hmm. That's 40 a zip. blowout. It's a blowout. Blowout. Mm -hmm. Blowout. And I'm I'm gonna tell you why they then still. Met, okay, then. Then you gotta they look at. Oh, then you gotta hey, look at every. They just, beat, they just beat a team in a championship. They hadn't lost a game in two years. I know that. And they okay, beat them convincingly. But okay, but just like you say, stop giving me that past shit. Give me this year. Stop giving me the past shit. Give me this. But year. that's how. But that's how they. They beat the number one team. I give it to Bama. They beat the number one team. But but I give it to them. But to find someone's tendencies, bro, you have to go off the past, bro. And if you go back, based off of the BCS, twenty eleven, right? 2011, yeah, Oklahoma, State, Oklahoma, Oklahoma, yeah. State, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma State had four. They had four first place votes back in 2011. They still oh, yeah, that's right. with, they only one, with only one first place vote. With only one. They still put LSU in after after LSU beat Alabama and fumbled in the SEC championship. They still, they still allowed them boys to go back in and play well, for a national. My, my, biggest, thing, my biggest thing, my biggest thing with the committee, my biggest thing with the committee is just dragging this thing. Well, for the absolute. Well, Oklahoma game. State was that they lost. Michael, you can't get the yeah, fuck Oklahoma out. State lost. Okay, my, my, this this is what I'm gonna say. My biggest thing with the committee, I'm because I'm just going off what they tell us. Like every year is supposed to be a new year, so that's why I'm. Mind you, once again, Manny, it just sucked. They were the odd man out either way. Oh yeah, they that's just terrible. That's just terrible. 
I'm not it, mad it, whoever look, got in. I'm just saying, like, look, there's a I don't case like it every, either. I don't like it argument. either, but I understand because even if Jordan Travis was healthy and they decided to put him in, Texas, if I'd Texas was the odd man out, Texas would be the ones losing their minds right now because, like, right, we beat absolutely. Alabama, you know? Yep. So it's just, yeah. it, it, it's also the same. Hey, we had our time, Dev. We got a slide. Go ahead. No, you good. You good. Hey, Drew, we want to say thank you for pulling up to the show, bro. It was yes, awesome. sir. Of course. W guess, of course. W guess, w guess fellas. I appreciate y'all being here like always. We'll see y'all. Yeah, man. Week. Shout out y'all boys, man. Yes, sir. And with that yeah. being said, we'll see y'all in open field tomorrow. Hey, Drew, and we'll see y'all next Monday. Quick question for the before you go, time. Drew.